really is special because I've seen the best and worst of women supporting women in sports. And I think this is the best. And it really means a lot to have someone who's advocating for something like this and showing so much passion for something like this and to make a new friend in the new year in you. So that means a lot, Olivia. Yeah, thank you. It's also very nice to meet you, Jessica. And it's stuff like this that really, like, makes me feel excited in my soul about running. And I hope to do this for other people, too, and encourage them to do it. And I just want people to do this kind of stuff, as women especially, to uh, help them feel alive and feel good about themselves and help support other females as well. Now, as I continue running, it's like, okay, find, find purpose within yourself and fill your own cup so that you can help others then fill their cup. Hi, this is Olivia DeBear. This is Jessica Reynolds. And Emily Short. This is the Women's Fairyfield 5K Time Trial episode of the Pre-Race Podcast. Run, run, run. It's ladies' night. Oh, yes, it's ladies' night. I have a real honest question that I wanted to get. I wanted to get the group vibe on this right away. How we feel about the term ladies? Is ladies thumbs up or thumbs down or like middle thumbs? I like ladies. I like yeah, ladies. thumbs up. Yeah. What about the term women? Good. Love it even more. Love it even more, right? Mm-hmm. Women's, probably num- women's probably number one. Yeah. Okay. What about gals? Gals is great. It's kind of close to girls, though, and I've found that... Females are less are are more picky with being called girls than men are being called boys. Have you noticed that, or is that just me, mm. or, or or do you relate to that? I do pick up what you're throwing down there because Saturdays are for the boys. Okay, but if you say like that's hey girly girls, or hey girls, it's just like kind of weird. If I was addressing you as like hey girls, you, it would be kind of weird, huh? Yeah. Okay. Hey girls. <laughs> <laughs> so we avoid that. How about females? That's like that's a little that's kind of weird. Maybe like thumbs in the middle. Too yeah. scientific. Too scientific. Hello there, females. <laughs> yeah. What about lassies? That's a weird one. Too Scottish. That's like lads, lads and lassies. Scottish people. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Scottish. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna do my best. I'm a big like guys, bro, dude person. It's no secret. And I've been realizing. I'll tell you what. Producing your own podcast is a real way to figure out and listen to the shit that comes out of your mouth on a daily basis. And I noticed I've been, I've been duding the women of the PRP. And I want, so, so I wanted to ask you is, how, is, how do we feel about dude? Not as like preferential to dude, but like a few dudes versus like a lot of dudes, or how do we feel? If someone calls you dude, how are you feeling about that? Are you feeling like it's kind of like, eh? I think it depends on the context. Okay. If your significant other calls you dude, it's a little weird. Okay. <laughs> but what, about, what about you? How do you feel about dude? Same. I could go either way about it. Okay. Yeah. So we'll limit yeah. the dudes, but I might be able to get away with a couple dudes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We feel good about that? Sounds good. Okay. Sounds good. We're getting to the root of the real issues here right away. <laughs> this is how the sausage is made, people. Uh, this is the Women's 5K Time Trial Edition. It's a special mm-hmm. race. It's a good one, dude. Yeah. Second annual. Yes. And hopefully it's something that keeps rolling, right? Hopefully. That's the hope. That's always the hope. Yes. Uh, this is the Fairy Field edition. Mm-hmm. Fairy Field. Coming back. The vibes are on fire. Mm-hmm. The, sco- the new scoreboard's in, and it's looking oh. beautiful and humongous and gorgeous. And on top of that, um, did you, was this on purpose that it's the morning after a night game again? A night home game? No, totally Dude. unplanned. But Amazing. 
Last year we did get away with a bunch of free waters free and water. free bathrooms. The porta potties are yeah, still out. That was nice. <laughs> it and was clutch. I just like the vibe because when it's a night game, they don't even try to clean up. No. And then we show up and they just throw down. Yeah. And the, and like the cocktail tables are still in the middle. It's kind of cool. It felt like a party. Okay. I do need to get there early and like clean off lane one though because yeah. there were cups and stuff all over yeah. lane one last year. It helps the vibe though. Yeah. I'm pumped on so. it. So hopefully we can keep the uh, the tradition rolling mm-hmm. that, it, that it kind of is always after a, a home game and hopefully yeah. after a home night game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dude, shout out. It's amazing. Uh, this is the Olivia is now officially with child edition. <laughs> yeah. Olivia, you're pregnant. I know. Congratulations, dude. Thank you. It's so amazing. It's weird. I never thought I'd be a mom. Yeah. I went through like the last 31 years of my life saying, no, no kids for me. Not going to happen. And then. And here you are. The typical switch flipped. Yeah. The <laughs> bear is going to have the cub. Yeah. I'm excited for a mini me. This dude. thing's going to be badass. Um, do you mind if I ask you how far along you are? Yeah, that, totally fine. Totally okay. open book today. Okay. Amazing. Um, I am 15 weeks along. I'll be 16 actually Monday. So like at the 5k, I'll be almost 16 weeks. Yes. And you're yeah. running, right? I or is it am. TBD or are you running? <laughs> no, I'm running, but I've had to adjust my goal significantly. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, it's. Yeah, breaking fair. 19 is not happening this year for me. Nice. Are you still um, throwing a goal out there or just like get out there and get it done? I want to try to go out there, but we'll see how. I don't know if I want to say this on here, but day, day to day. my pelvic floor is like on fire day to day <laughs> lately. So I cannot believe it. I mean, I, I throw down a couple like six minute some things and it, it hurts. So, mm-hmm. but you know what? I, I've, I've been saving the pelvic floor all week okay. for this one day. Stocking so up, baby. We'll see. We're stocking up. Yes, we are. There's no shame on the pod. Yeah, but I'm, I'm trying to get under our arbitrary goal of 21 minutes. Okay, cool. That's the goal. That's for pretty me. cool. Yeah. A pregnant PR is pretty yeah, no I know. What, I'm excited right? about that. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations again. Thanks. Exciting for you and, and you and Mr. Kev, dude. Yeah. It's gonna be good stuff. Uh, well, actually, let me ask you one more question. Any names in the floating in the hat yet, or still just like hanging out? Yeah. Oh, we do. We do have some names, okay. but I'm keeping them. Keeping them sealed. Yeah, That's yeah, fair. Yeah. I feel like it's bad juju to announce yeah, it okay. early. So, I like that. So we're yep, keeping it sealed. Yep, okay. We are. Good for you. And congratulations. It's really exciting. Thanks. Um, this is the Run Ann Arbor edition. <laughs> Come on, Jessica. Shout out, baby. Shout out to Run Ann Arbor. Can you tell us a little bit what, about what a Run Ann Arbor is? Yeah, definitely. Run Ann Arbor is just a group of people who get out and run. We run every Saturday from the downtown Ann Arbor Running Company location, and it's a good time. Nice. Saturday yeah. mornings. Saturday ni- morning. 9 a.m.? 7 a.m. Oh, even earlier. 7 a.m. We got a 10-mile course every week with water stops, um, nice. aid stations, the whole nine yards. So nice. it's it's a fun How time. How do people, what's the best way for people to like connect with you guys and find you guys? Um, so I recently started our Instagram. So. The IG. I, I'm, yep. I'm following the IG. Mm-hmm. Yep. Run Ann Arbor on Instagram and then run Ann Arbor. I think it's dot com. Okay. But just show up on a Saturday morning and... We'll, we'll welcome you into the group with open arms. Yeah. AARC downtown, right? Yes. Right where we are right now. Right where yeah. we are. Let's go. Mm-hmm. This has been in the studio, this run Ann Arbor thing for oh, a yeah. long time. Yeah. And I didn't really realize what it was until, I mean, earlier this year. But has this, how long has this been going on, I guess, is my question. I have no idea. Coach Sheena started the group a while ago, and I just kind of... You're just coming in and helping out. Yeah, started... How, so how long have you been helping out then? I started in February. Nice. So okay. a few months, few months. Nice. That's yeah. good stuff. That's good stuff. Um, this is a Playmakers edition. <sighs> Dude. You run Playmakers? We love Playmakers. You're fast, huh? I used to be. 
<laughs> used to could. I used to could run fast. You know what Toby, I think it was Toby Keith said, um, I'm not as good as I once was. Dude. But I'm good once as I ever, ever was. was or something. Dropping country quotes on us right now? Uh, well, that's that's the only one I got. <laughs> um, how long have you been running with Playmakers? Um, Since 2016 when I moved to Lansing. Oh, damn. So quite a while. You've been running with them for a long time then, yes, huh? Yes, yes. Nice. They're lovely people. Is Playmakers something that's like round the calendar or is there like season off season deal? Or are you running constantly? I usually run constantly, okay. um, but for most of the races, my summertime is typically pretty busy with work, so it's spring and fall races for okay. me. Nice. So, so yes. you kind of you kind of take like some downtime and deep summer, deep winter kind of, or are you just um, training all the way through that? I train pretty much all the way through it, but when it's Damn. wintertime, I throw in a little bit of cross country skiing. When it's summertime, I throw in a little bit of biking. So mm, keep it go. keep it fresh. Keep it fresh. Yes, that's a good way to mm-hmm. do it. That's a good way to do it. Nice. Um, this is the. Who the hell let Kyle in here? <laughs> Kyle's in here. I think that was you, Adam. It was me. Yeah. Kyle's in here taking pictures, taking some video. Kyle, uh, how do you say your last name? Petronio? Oh. Everyone thinks there's no O at the end. The O sneaks in. Petrino. I was saying that you got like little, uh, I get a little Harry Potter vibes from that. Petronio! <laughs> you know? You've heard that before? I have. Okay, I figured you had. I was hoping that maybe somehow it would be the first, but it's good to have well, you in. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's good to have you in here, bud. Uh, and finally, this is the If You Build It, They Will Come edition. You guys are just doing a little bit of Field of Dreams action with this, just making it. The people are coming, they're supporting it, they're cheering. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. We talk about the scale of it. We'll talk a little bit more about the event in a second, mm-hmm. but right now we're at 15 heads. Uh, 13, maybe 14. Okay. I got to check back. You know, mm-hmm. things always fluctuate the last few minutes before always. race day. Yeah. Always. Maybe yeah. someone's going to jump in late. Someone's yeah. going to bail late. Yep. Uh, what's your ideal head count? If you could, if you could have one, do you even know the answer to that question? Actually, this is probably the ideal. Pretty um, ideal. Yeah. We, we, last year we had nine women, which I think went fantastic. I know people might think that sounds little, but it is a track race. So we have to be mindful of space on the track and, yeah, for sure. and stuff like that. So we had originally like thought 20 would be good, but we maxed it at 25, okay. um, for one heat. Um, so the, the, I think this will be a great number. Yeah. yeah. And I'm so excited cause we have a wide range of like abilities this yeah, year. Okay, so nice. it'll be exciting. A, a nice, a nice wide range of paces. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll try to keep it but, small. Yeah. I mean, if it, if it, we're open to it growing, we just might adjust what our mileage goal will yeah. be. Maybe a two mile to kind of kick back to mm-hmm. our high school years or something. Yeah. Yeah, so but you're happy with the way it is, yeah, and not necessarily gonna like work on broadcasting or marketing it any further than it is. Like let it grow on its own if it right. We actually like reached out to some people to broadcast it more, and then we retracted. (laughs) We're like, please don't broadcast it. Actually, (laughs) come on, come all. Like actually, Actually, never mind. (laughs) No, but you know, I get what you're saying. Yeah, we're just like it's just a Michelle and I like coordinating all this, and we both have full time jobs, and adulting is tough, and. So, um, and next year you're going to have a baby while you're trying to do this. Yes, I know. (sighs) Michelle, you're going to do it all next year. No, just kidding. (laughs) No, no. Just kidding. You'll be helping. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, well, I'm excited to be there again. Mm -hmm. It was, it was pretty electric last year. I don't think I was, I wasn't expecting it by any means to be dull last year, but I didn't expect how sick it was last year. Yeah. It was was dope, dude. 
amazing. The yeah. energy of of the family and the volunteers. I was just amazed. It was that was not how we anticipated it. We thought we were just going to show up and it'll be like a couple people from our running group coming out. Mm-hmm. But no, people were making signs for us, Dude. and it's just a time trial. You we know? got some like, of the PRP listenership coming out. I know the bandits are coming out. I know there's all the families will be there. Like it's going to be yeah. a good time again. Dude. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay. Amazing, amazing. Uh, season three, episode 10. Shout out of the episode. Let's get it rolling. Someone special to tell you about. Hey, it's time to shout them out. All right, shout out of the episode. It's going out to a PRP favorite. She's a friend of the pod. She's a rock star, and somehow this is her second episode shout out of this season. Gosh, wow. She's just cool. such a good soul. She's just floating around. Uh, shout out of the episode is going out to your partner in crime here, Miss Michelle K. Yeah, I do want to, you know, she's not here with us today, but... Um, she has been doing 50% of the work for this event. Even though I do a lot of the social media side of things, she is working just as hard. So yeah, um, sure. much appreciated, Michelle. Much love to Michelle. You know, when I was like, I don't know if we should do this. And Michelle's like, oh, no, it's happening. Yeah, yeah. Because you were kind of like, well, you know, we don't want to. We know that the the Twilight series is here now. Anna was in Detroit. Like, is there a, a use case for this? And Michelle yeah. was pretty like heads down, like, no, we're doing it. Yes. There, she. Yeah, I I overthought it. <laughs> yeah, it's okay though. Yes. It's an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's an easy thing to do. Uh, and then on the note of giving Michelle the shout out, we're just going to kind of like give daps and loves to everyone who's kind of helping make this thing happen. Yeah, we have lots of volunteers that are coming back. We have new volunteers. Um, I also want to shout out to a couple other people, if that's okay. Yeah, Adam. Oh, absolutely. Um, Do it. Well, uh, a couple people that are coming back to help us out are Rico. Um, sorry, I don't remember your last name. He has been our photographer. He was He volunteered last year. And volunteered his skills and his art for free, and the photos were phenomenal. And he's coming back again this year. Um, and then Callie uh, did our design last year and kind of tweaked the design this year. So I really want to appreciate their skills and arts and for helping us pro bono, which has been yes, so nice. Of course, is Callie racing this year? I don't think so, Callie. Oh, Callie, we're calling you out um, again, dude. Yeah, second, second time in a row. Thing. She's been. I know she battled injury for some time, so I I'm, don't want to pressure her. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> she'll, she'll come when it, when the time's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Amazing. Uh, thank you to all the volunteers, and I'm just like I said again, broken yeah. record, but I'm excited for Sunday. And um, I'm sorry, I have to uh, also add that Ann Arbor Running Company is like, we have like kind of sponsors this year. Ann Arbor Running Company has given us a couple gift cards to raffle off, which is so exciting. And then um, Ann Arbor Track Club, specifically JJ, bringing the lap counter and the time clock and just being so supportive. And um, it's been great. It's been great. So cool to see like all these different running groups just coming together in the community to support us. Just one big old happy family. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty special area for running. Well, that's what makes this event special. We have like, we have people running from all different groups from Brighton, from St. John's, Lansing, Belleville, Mm -hmm. you know, all these groups coming together. So that's cool. That's cool. You got a whole Michigan classic thing going on. Yeah. Good for you. So unique. Uh, welcome to the PRP. This is the pre-race podcast. It's the show. Where we connect with runners within a week before a big race they've been preparing for. Ooh, about two or three days away. Two days? Three days? Thursday? Friday, the Saturday, Sunday? Sunday. Three, three days. Whew, it's getting close. How are we feeling? I think we're good. You think we're good still? <laughs> I think we're okay. I think we're okay. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, guest hosting with me today. She's a seasoned runner who's been doing the damn thing on the track, the pavement, you name it, for the better part of two decades. Running's looked a little bit different for you, though, this past year, has it not? Yeah. Yeah. 
Let's uh, talk about it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. Have you you've been running a little less? Yes, significantly less okay. in the last like three weeks. <laughs> and pouring your, um, aside from the, before the pregnancy though, it seemed like you were also like this whole year you've kind of been running less. Is that r- safe to say or am I putting oh, yeah, words in your mouth? Oh yeah, yeah. You picked up on that, didn't you? Um, up on that. Come yeah, on, tabs after on you. like three years of marathon training, I was, t- I needed to take a step back. I think I took all of November, December off and Good then January I hit this. I was like, all right, time to kind of get my butt off the couch. I wanted to hit 2,023 miles in the year 2023. Okay. And then I, um, trigger warning, okay. <laughs> had a miscarriage. Okay. And it oh, was no, just like a really dude. bad time. Oh, yeah. No. Back in the spring. And um, it affected me like physically more than people, I think, to talk about it. And so I, that, t- that goal went out the window very fast because <laughs> you have to stay on top of that goal. And then um, took, a, took a month off. Um, worked on some mental health, worked on some nutrition, got back in touch with Johnny and we hit some big races and uh, did some big, good uh, workouts this year that I haven't hit in a long, long time years. And things were going great. And then, and then I was hit with this oopsie, which was a happy oopsie. <laughs> so, a happy oopsie, yeah. yes. So I love that. It's kind of a whirlwind. A happy oopsie. Like a future child listen to this yeah. podcast. <laughs> we love you very much. We love We're you. very excited for you, but this was unpredictable. I was like, Kevin, my running's going good. Let's... Can we just wait a little bit? He's like, yeah, of course. Like, take how much time you need. And then <laughs> I was like, why do I not feel so good? <laughs> Uh-oh. And I was like, Johnny, we have to go hard. So we were like going so hard. And then, of course, I injured myself. And that was it. Then the injury hit. Then the first trimester nausea hit. And I was like, oh, OK, we're, 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 we're done. Now we're just treading water. Yeah, yeah now we're okay. just treading water. I'm literally just trying to get to this 5K. And then I think I'm actually going to call it quits on running. Well, well uh, training, running, right. I think. I a think little movement for, be for fresh air and mental for health. for fresh air, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> well, I'm really sorry to hear about the miscarriage. That It's okay. It I is, feel like yeah. I feel very strongly that we should hear about it more and talk about it more. So yeah, if okay. anybody wants to ever connect, um, um, we don't need to go into it here. But yeah, I'm here to talk to Good anybody. <laughs> I'm proud of you for taking space and working on your mental health yeah, through all that thank stuff, you. too. Mm-hmm. You don't got to like run yourself into a hole, you know? You can just take a break, you know? And I think that's what you did a little bit. Yeah. Gave yourself some space from the, mm-hmm. from the sport for a little while. Yep. yep. You, you know, I mute the Strava. You yeah, know me. That's right. You know, it helps. That's right. It does help. <laughs> it does help. Um, she's a prolific botanist, <sighs> prolific botanist, who raises and matures all sorts of wild exotic plants in her spare time. And we actually have some of your plants in the studio yeah. today. Um, uh, first question, what's your favorite plant? Not necessarily here, but just in your little uh, yeah. in your genre. So here. I tend to gravitate towards uh, the genus Monsteras and Philodendrons. Right here, I have two Monsteras with me that I brought. They're beautiful. I know. And these uh, these ones with the uh, like white coloring in them, they're called variegation. That. Yeah, that's where the the thing is variegation's beautiful, but it doesn't photosynthesize, so you have to be careful. Oh. And it also likes to turn brown really quick because it likes to die off very fast. So anyways, um, I could go for hours, but um, <laughs> yeah, no, these are my babies. I mean, I feed them distilled water. I give them all these nutrients once a week. I mean, you, you do all the it. things. Oh yeah, it's, it's amazing. It actually takes me hours. I bet it does during my week. I have like over a hundred plants in my house. What's it called when you? 
like make a plant from another plant? Propagate. Propagate. Yeah, I do a lot of that. You're too. a hell of a propagator, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you win some, you lose some, but. Are you slanging any of this stuff and selling it, or are you just doing it all for fun? I did. I made a couple hundred dollars. Hell yeah, I dude. know. Yes. <laughs> Kevin's like, we got to open up an LLC. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, pump the brakes, Kev. Yeah. Pump the brakes. No, that's cool. And thanks for bringing these in, because these, mm-hmm. look, these look amazing. Thank you. Um, she's a proud dog mama who loves a good old-fashioned dog walk with her Boston mm-hmm. Terriers, Bruce and Rona. Yeah. Your dogs are so cute. They're great. They're, they're famous on they're famous on Instagram too, kind of. <laughs> yeah. I do post a lot about them. They're just like, they have such a big personalities and Do they love each other? Yeah. They're buds? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, Bruce is a boy, is Rona a, gr- a, yeah. g- a, girl? a girl? Okay, yeah. cool. And how far apart in age are they? Um, 7 months. Oh, so they're just like yeah. Irish twins, huh? We kind of did the, the whole COVID baby thing. Yeah, like okay. get the COVID dogs, raise them during COVID so that once we were back to work they were good. Yeah, cool. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, and finally, she'll be running, but more importantly, hosting the second annual Women's 5K time trial at Ferry Field this upcoming Sunday. Olivia DeBear. Olivia, it's great to have you back here. Thank you. I love having you in the studio. Uh, third time, this you guys. Three, he keeps dude. bringing me back. When you get to five times, you get a jacket, a yellow jacket. That's awesome. I haven't found which ones yet, but the Five Timers Club, we've got to have we'll something have for them. We'll have to put out, pull out the like, banana suit. You're working, you're working your way up to the oh Five Timers gosh. Club. Yeah. Um, uh, let's do some housekeeping. I figured we were thinking about maybe doing a quote, but for the sake of time, because mm-hmm. we've got two wonderful guests with us today, I figured we would just use the housekeeping space to talk a little bit more about uh, the race prep. Um, so when did you and Michelle start connecting, rehashing this, like, all right, we're going to do it again. I think the vibes were always that, oh, that was amazing, like throughout fall and December that, hey, that was amazing that we're going to run this back. But when did you guys really start connecting and saying like, all right, are we doing this? Are we not and making those calls? Yes, correct. In the fall, I people said, you know, you guys are doing this again next year, right? And so we were like, all right, all right, we'll see. Um, uh, I think we started kind of t- a touching base again in June. Um, and then I just wanted to make sure that people still want to do because this only makes sense if people want to join. Um, so I made like a little Instagram like, hey, people interested and got tons of replies. Yes. So um, it was just our building from there. Nice. Mm-hmm. What's been uh, anything that's been more difficult this year or has pretty much everything been been easy like is have stuff been easier or has it almost been the same as last year i would say it's actually been easier and less stressful Good. in a way nice. yeah mm-hmm. it's because you got getting experience now dude yeah we yeah. got smarter Thanks. too we did the whole Ryan, uh, run sign up thing this year instead oh, nice. of me just doing a google doc of oh, everybody's wow. names so that's moving up in this yeah, world yeah dude. i know so. you, you run sign up this event yeah michelle's Ooh. got one so Dang. we that's amazing yeah, we're professionals now that's official <laughs> you're a real race director mm-hmm. Um, and then headcount last year. Do you know that off the top of your head? Was it 11 or 12 last year? Nine women. Nine. Okay, yep. cool. And this year you said is 12 or 13, depending on yeah, where it falls? Yeah, something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's good vibes. And uh, women from all over Michigan. Yeah. Yes. Any out-of-staters or is this a, a Gander-specific event right now? I don't now? think so. Yeah. I think local. Nice, mm-hmm. dude. Local, local. Uh, well, we got the porta potties on deck, which is so clutch. <laughs> because other, if it's not that, then they're a mile away. Yeah, it's yeah. legitimately we so clutch. Something to our listeners to consider slash runners. Yeah. How, how's uh, how's weather looking for Sunday? Have you looked that far Great. ahead? Great. Yes, I've been watching closely because, okay. of course, you know, like always. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I think we got fifties okay. right now. So amazing. I think that's good. That's pretty freaking solid. Yeah. It's pretty solid. Is there? Have you guys built a website for this event yet? We not, not quite. No. Yeah, I think that might need to happen between, you know, round two and three. Yeah, that's... Nothing it, we, crazy. We talked about it. There's just uh, such good content 
that like especially after this year with all the pictures, like I let's know. get let's get the gals up on on the, on the website looking sharp. I think so. Okay, yeah. cool. I can help you with that if need okay, be. Okay, cool. Yes. Amazing. All right, Olivia. What do you think? You think it's time to Yeah, let's inch? stop. Should we stop chit-chatting yeah, and introduce me. the big dogs? <laughs> yes. The big dogs, the old speedy demons here. Um, our first guest joining us today has been running for the better part of two decades from middle school to high school to college. You've been running for a long time, huh, Jessica? Quite a while, yeah. Quite a while. Not quite two decades, like 13 years. So. 13 years, yeah. okay. Well, we'll give yeah. you, all right, we'll give you the, we'll give you the decade and a half mark for that. Okay. Um, you started, did you start running in middle school or did you have like even further back experience with running? So I started competing in middle school. I joined the track team, but okay. my first memory of running was with girls on the run in fifth grade. We did, you know, the classic train yeah. for the 5k and that whole thing. And then in sixth grade, I beat all the, I beat most of the boys in the mile in gym class. Yeah, you did. girl and I got like a taste of that and I'm like, yeah, give me more. <laughs> I was telling her that's my favorite. That's my favorite uh, female origin stories. When like we were little, we ran, beat all the boys. Yeah. Wanted yeah. more. Yeah. Needed more from that second on. Um, so middle school. We'll talk a little bit more about your running a little further on. But then, did you did you fall in love with it in middle school, or were you just kind of like this is my thing, and then you just kept it rolling through high school, or like what was your relationship with like it like at that time? Yeah. So I did not enjoy running very much in middle school. Mm -hmm. I went out for the distance team, and I was like. You're making me go run two miles? No thanks. So the next day I went to the throws and I'm like, you're going to make me do push-ups? No thanks. And so then I went and I was a hurdler that season. Okay. And then the distance uh, track coach in my middle school was also the cross-country coach in high school. And he's like, I think you should come out for summer conditioning. Give it a shot. And then that summer was the summer I kind of like, okay, yeah. That was I, in your love I blossomed. kind of like running now. Yeah, okay, yeah. cool. And then it's just been a, has it been a fairy tale ever since? Or has there been no. some ups and downs? Lots of ups, lots of downs. Yeah. It's never really a fairy tale. No. It kind of starts as a fairy tale with all of us. And then it's like, and shit hits the fan. It's it, kind of like life though, isn't it? It didn't even start as a fairy tale. Oh, it didn't, so. yeah. <laughs> it was not good at the beginning. It's like a rom-com. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> nice. I like that. Gotta like get that. worse before it gets better. Always, yeah. always. Um, she's a coach currently pursuing a master's degree in sports science. Ball in master's degree in sports science uh, and also helps organize, like we mentioned, the local running club, Running Ann Arbor. That's shout outs, man. I love that. Uh, let's talk about your master's in sports science. Where are you going? Where, what school are you attending? Are you attending Michigan or something else? No, I'm at Wayne State right now. Nice. Yeah. Are you doing classes in person then, or are you doing them virtually? It's a lot of hybrid, so okay. I'm in person one week, online the next week. Nice. Yeah. How long ago did you start this this process? So I started last fall, so fall of 22. Nice. And then if all goes according to plan, I'll graduate December of 24. Okay. Yeah. That's not bad. So you're a yeah. year in. How's everything going? Is it a little crazy? It's going pretty well. I actually took last spring semester off, so okay. back this fall. It's okay. going well. Nice. Um, getting adjusted to my schedule. It's, I feel like grad school is a lot easier than I expected it to be. I hope nice. I don't like jinx myself. There's no wood. There, knock on wood. <laughs> I got you over here. We got yeah, you over here. Yeah. Okay. So you liking it so far? I'm liking it so far. And let's talk about the coaching stuff. Are you, do you have uh, like athletes under your wing right now? Or are you just like working on growing that part of your, your career? Um, a little bit of both. So I have okay. a few athletes that I'm coaching. Nice. Um, I'm actually coaching someone for the Chicago Marathon in a few weeks. Ooh, I've who, been. Can we say their name and give them a shout yeah, out? Yeah, shout out Andy, Andy Ogando. Andy um, Ogando, yeah. yes. Yeah. He's running Chicago in a few weeks, She's huh? She's running Chicago in oh, a few weeks. Oh, she is. Okay, amazing, yes. amazing. Yeah. Oh, my so gosh. I've been working with her for the better part of a year, and it's been really exciting to kind of like watch her grow through that. And then I have a couple other people who I'm just writing tra uh, training plans for for nice. the Detroit Free Press Half Marathon. Okay. 
Yeah. Was Andy your first like uh, athlete that you've worked with where you're like seeing progress? Yes. Has that been like pretty special for you? It's been really exciting. I bet. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Especially, you know, you know, d- whether they do well or not is really not the is really not the sign of it being something rewarding. But I'm sure uh, if she does well in Chicago, it'll be another step of just like, wow, this is amazing. Definitely. Seems fun. Seems fun. Yeah. Maybe I'll coach one day. Just don't know enough about running to coach. That seems like a rewarding, rewarding path. It does. <laughs> well, I could teach you quite a bit. So. You can teach me. That's right. Yes. You hook me up. OK, uh, she's a camping lake life and hammock hound. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. I think that's safe to say. Yeah. Who never passes up a good opportunity for a solid outdoor adventure. So you're a big nature gal. I am. If you yeah. had to choose swimming in the lake, camping, or hammocking, what would it be? What's number one? Camping. Nice. What's yeah. number two? Hammocking. Nice. <laughs> lake's holding down the three spot? I get cold really easily. Yeah. So. Well, especially in the Great Lakes. Yeah. Right? Oof, so cold. swimming is like, I'm in for a minute and then I'm out. Nice. And you do a lot of your camping in Michigan or you go do camping like elsewhere in the country too? I mainly do camping in Michigan. Um, the UP specifically. Shout out to the UP. I hope big um, shout outs to the yeah, UP. Big shout out. Big shout out. Um, right now, I guess I'll make a formal announcement of it. I am getting ready to through hike the Appalachian Trail. That won't be until oh! 2025. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's huge. Yeah. That's oh my awesome. gosh. Living vicariously through you. Because yeah. I've wanted to, uh, it will never happen in my lifetime, probably. So no, you'll please. do it. Don't say That's that. That's awesome. <clears throat> when are you kicking that off? So we're going to leave in spring 2025 oh. um, after I finish grad school and all awesome. that. My boyfriend and I are going out. Um, but I will say never say never yeah. because I had the same idea. I'm like, I can't wait for someone to be like, hey, let's go do this. Like, you just have to go for it. Mm-hmm. If you want to do something in life, you can't wait for someone to like grab your hand and be like, come on, let's go. You got to. If the PRP is still rolling in 2025, can we have an episode for that? Absolutely. I'm trying to do more like adventure PRP episodes. Absolutely. Because there's going to be so many logistics that you have dialed in. I would love to try to time that and talk to you guys the week before you leave. Oh, it's (laughs) it's so overwhelming. And I'm like just now starting to plan it. And I'm like, there's so much to consider. An adventure that takes two years to plan is so fucking cool. Yeah, that's amazing. Are you southbound, northbound? We're going northbound. Yes. Yes, Yes. you've got to finish. That's the way to do it. To the 100-mile. Yeah, and Katahdin and stuff. That's amazing. Oh, my gosh. Exciting. All right, well, we might hear from Jessica again at some point. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, sounds good. Let's do it. (laughs) Uh, And finally, she'll be running in the women's 5K time trial at Perry Field for the first time this upcoming Sunday. Jessica Reynolds. Jessica, thanks for joining us here. Thanks for having it's, me. It's fun to have you here. Yeah. I did a real deep dive on your Instagram. We were kind of <laughs> gossiping about it. It goes back to 2012. Sometimes I look back on my Instagram and cringe, so, yeah. Your, your, your first picture ever is of, like, a teddy bear. Yep. <laughs> yeah, with my, my high school, like, T-shirt. T-shirt on, on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice. Goes, it goes back uh, deep. Um, first question, have you ever been on a podcast? I have. You have yeah. because you host I the podcast. Host my own podcast. Yeah. yeah. Amazing, which I didn't know until about like 30 seconds before we started this. Yeah. What's your podcast called? It's called Washed Up. Okay. It's spelled like W A S H apostrophe D. Okay. Yeah. Nice. And is it, what's it about? It's about running, isn't it? It's about running, yeah. Yes. So um, me and my friend Olivia Paxson, shout out Olivia. Shout out to wow. Olivia for sure. She was a D1 run, runner. I was a D3 runner. Okay. And we just kind of talk about our college experience and how it plays into the training that we do now. Oh, wow. So it's just you two, and then you guys, like, do you guys have, like, a certain subject that you kind of try to focus on per episode, or are you just, like, kind of freeform just chit-chatting? 
we're two episodes in, so nice. it's hard to say. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What kind of equipment are you using? Just like little mics and stuff? Yep, basic setup. You can you can bum this stuff for me anytime you want to Noted. record your podcast. She lives in South Carolina, so oh, it's really difficult. Yeah. yeah. So your audio would be amazing and hers would be all scratchy. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll keep doing you. Keep if, doing it. Yeah. I, uh, I'm going to give it a listen. I'm excited. Two yeah, episodes yeah. in. Two episodes When in. did it start? This summer. Yes, dude. And so it's a passion project, so we don't really have a regular schedule that we're outputting. It's like when we have time, we record. And That's if the way we to don't do have it. time, then. That's the way to do yeah. it. It's for you. It's for fun. It should be fun. It shouldn't be stressful. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Um, second question. You just ran your first marathon recently. I did. A little birdie tells me. Yes. Uh, Detroit Free Press in fall. Was that right? Or no, it was Bayshore this year. Yes, I did Bayshore. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. How'd that go? It went really well. My one goal was to qualify for the Boston Marathon, which I did. Yeah. yeah. Here, let's give, come on. Let's give her a little golf yes. clap. Aww, let's thanks. give her a little golf clap. <laughs> um, let me ask you, with all these years of running, why no marathon until now? Um, so I think it's kind of a classic college ex like story and experience where I was just really burnt out after college. And I was finally getting back into running. And I was like... I need something to train for. What do I want to train for? And I was like, oh yeah, I want to do the Boston Marathon one day. I'm going to qualify for that. And okay. I'm going to do it on my first go. So there you go. that was and you the did story it. with that. Yeah. Mic drop. I wish, I wish you could drop yeah. this mic. I'm sorry it's on the stand. <laughs> <laughs> we there you go. Hard there you go. Um, we're, we'll talk about the college stuff here in a little bit. Yeah. Because all three of you women have college running experience. Mm -hmm. And I think there's some, there's some thoughts and feelings and vibes about how that's affected your relationship mm -hmm. with running. So we'll dig into that. We'll dig into that for sure. Um, our second guest joining us today has been running for the better part of two decades. A little cross country, a little track, a little GLR nerd. You're a bit of a GLR nerd, aren't you? I'm a big GLR nerd. How many years, how many consecutive GLRs you got in the bag right now? I'm sad because I broke my streak. Okay, well, the, the consecutive is like kind of like that's hard to do. How many? Okay. How many total? So from 2015 through 2020, we did a fake GLR. Okay, we tried our best. Nice. And then um, 2021 did that, and then I had to take 22 off, and then I did this year. So Amazing. So we had a tough. Time. So how many is we that? Like seven time. or eight times that you've done it now? Something like that. I've lost count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you try to make it happen every year. It's, is it like a, yes. it's like a main stake in your summer's calendar? It is, yes. And shout out to Team 99 Problems and a Beach Ain't One. Oh, you guys are the best. 99 <laughs> Problems and a Beach Ain't One? Yes, it's been, mm. it's a Macomb, Dakota High School OG team from like 2007. That's and oof. then a lot of those people on there were like my college teammates. So, I mean, I hope to be one of those 45-year-old women out there with my uh my friends just still trying to rip down the trails. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword on trying. That's right. Um, so your relationship with running started at a young age as well, similar to Jessica. Yes, very similar. Middle school? Um, so more high school. It started when I was about 14, my freshman year. Um, both of my parents were runners. That's actually how they met. Um, it's a long story, but very cute. Well, let's give them shouts. What's their names? Um, Amy and Butch Short. Amy Love Butch. you guys. Yeah, <laughs> Hope <Yeah>. you listen. <laughs> if not, that's okay too. <laughs> um, but anyways, they, yeah, they met back in like 89 or something like that. And, um, they always liked it. My sister and I always went to the races with them, but we mostly just ate the cookies and I never really thought about running that much. Mm -hmm. And they never forced us into doing any sports or running or whatever it was. And um, so when it was my freshman year and I told my dad, I'm like, mm, I think I'd like to do cross country. He told me years later, he was like, inside my head, I was going, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> I know. 
So it was fun, but I joined because of my friends. So that, and it was great. I mean, I've loved running ever since. I mean, there was some dark times as I'm sure we'll get into in the future here at this podcast, but um, for the most part, it's been a wonderful past 15, 16, however many years it's been. Nice. Keep it rolling, baby. I'm going to. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, She's a passionate cyclist, somewhat new to the cycling game, but well-established enough to feel like she knows what she's doing, uh, who enjoys getting out on the mountain biking trails whenever she can. We were talking, we were talking about this before. Mountain biking is a little crazy, but it you is, do it in a, like a docile way. Yes. I'm a, um, I, uh, what do I want to say? Pedestrian, uh, uh mountain biker. Yeah. Okay. Like what a is hob- it? Casual, a ho- hobbyist. Yeah. Hobbyist. Yeah. yeah okay. So okay. yeah, it's just fun to get out there in nature and you can cover so much more ground on a bike than you can with running. And, um, mountain biking is just a good challenge yeah. that I found after, running um pretty seriously for a few years to just have a new goal to work towards something yeah a new modality yeah yeah and it's a little easier on on the old joints i'll tell you that, that maybe maybe good. not mountain biking but like i know that my <laughs> my journey with cycling over the past couple of years has given me a little bit more like a little bit more longevity in my in my bones that is good to hear as long as we don't fall yeah, you're, right. <laughs> yeah. you're right are you clipping in on your mountain bike absolutely not okay good, <laughs> no. Shout outs. good for you dude i'm too scared to do that oh. i don't have enough confidence oh. in myself yet like the people like careening down mountains clipped yeah. in. i'm like oh my good lord dude mad respect to those who do though it's oh just i got respect me. yeah i'm yeah. no hater but it's like dude it's insane yeah it is it's, it's fun uh, to watch but i'm like no i will hurt myself what are the sure. odds you get to that level you think you'll stay docile with it, or what are the odds to start drinking think, the Kool-Aid? I think I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid that hard because okay. I think that cyclists sometimes are even more hardcore than runners are when it comes to their passion. I think that's safe to say. Hot take. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> I do feel that they are more hardcore, and I don't do Strava, so I probably wouldn't. I I don't think I'd be legit enough to to um, clip in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's totally okay. That's totally okay. She's. A uh, huge boat junkie, a nautical nerd, if you will, like a true Michigander. You love them boats. I do L- love Let them. me ask you this. We'll go geology first, and then we'll go into boats. What's your favorite Great Lake? You got one? Lake Huron. Huron? Why? Because yeah, I grew up on Lake Huron. Okay, there you go. Shout <laughs> yeah. outs. And is your uh, growing up on Lake Huron uh, the origins of your uh, love for, for boats, all things ships, boats? I think yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think yes, because... I mean, you could just watch them. I grew up in Tawa, so you can't really see the boats go by that much there because they're pretty far out there. But um, I've always just been fascinated by the scale and how far they travel and how much they carry. And I also love Gordon Lightfoot. So dude, shout out to Gordon, I, I love Gordon. May he rest in peace. But, um, you know. <laughs> I'll get you Gumi. <laughs> It'll get you. <laughs> So anyways. Emily, you're scoring brownie points to me right now. Thanks. (laughs) So yeah, I would say it's a combination of like growing up on the lake and then also just enjoying Gordon Lightfoot's music. Always. Very nautical. It is very nautical. He's nautical vibes for days. Did your your family have a boat then? Or have you been on boats or are you just like a fan of boats? I'm just a fan of boats. My (laughs) my parents were very, um, one day I will own a boat. That's definitely in my uh, 10 year goal um, plan. So in the next 10 years, I will definitely buy a boat. But um, my parents were very much like, we got to go eco, man-powered only, no gas. So we just yeah. had kayaks and canoes yeah. and so then still you're just do. Flo- then you're just floating. Then it was just, just too much buoyant. work. Yeah. I love canoeing. I love kayaking. But sometimes you just need to go out in the bay and cruise around a little bit. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that. 
Um, and finally, she'll be running in the women's 5K time trial at Ferry Field for the second time this upcoming Sunday. Emily Short. Emily, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. I saw you tear up the track last year, and I was like, damn, Emily's quick, dude. Thank you. Do you remember what place you took last year? I don't remember It doesn't place. really matter. What was your time last year? Do you remember? Uh, I vaguely remember. I think it was like 1922 or something like that. Okay. But it was the week after I did a half marathon in Marquette. And if you've ever done the Marquette half marathon, you know it's like all downhill. So my quads were still screaming a little bit. Yeah, okay. So you did pretty well considering you were a little beat up, huh? Yeah, but it was super fun. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. worthwhile. I didn't know you did that after a half marathon. I'm balling, just learning dude. that now. Yeah. Holy moly. <laughs> Throwing it down. You agreed to come out. Wow. <laughs> yes. This um, year we had a week in between, so I think it'll be a little better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did you just recently do the Marquette half? I did, nice. yeah, last yes. weekend. Okay. Well, two weekends ago. Two weekends ago yeah. now? Mm-hmm. Um, Second question for you. Did you recently or this year or something do a canoe marathon or run a, or not. race a canoe marathon? But I can what give you it? some intel on yeah, that. Yeah, what was that? Liz? Okay. Oh, so my sister and her husband, Josie and Noah. Um, Shout out to Josie, Josie and, Noah. and Noah. So they did their second canoe marathon this year, um, and I was their team captain feeder. And so for those of you who are unfamiliar with the canoe marathon, what it is, is a 120-mile canoe race from Grayling to Oscoda, Michigan, on the Osalbo River. You portage, I think it's six dams, five or six. I should know my canoe marathon facts, but I <laughs> I don't remember how many dams. It's either five or six. <laughs> it's the middle of the night. So you start at 9 p.m. in Grayling, and then you finish um, in Oscoda the next day. Uh, I think the cutoff is like 4 p.m. or something like that. This is wild. So, yeah, they need to have food. They need to have water. They need to have Gatorade. We have a whole spreadsheet. Me and the feed team um, make sure that they have the appropriate Gatorade, the appropriate dilutions to the Gatorade, the food that they need. Tom's is a big one. Ibuprofen. Um, So, yeah, Josie, the first year I felt so bad at the first checkpoint that I saw her. She was just ashen. And I'm like, oh, no. She's like, I need Tom's. Okay, I got you, girl. I got you. So, yeah, the canoe marathon is super fun, and um, I hope to do it someday. I did agree with my sister. I'd do it with her next year. So I always said I'd do it before I turned 30. I just turned 30, so maybe I'll do it for my 30th Dude, year of life. PRP for the canoe marathon. You I'm should, so intrigued by this. You should probably have Josie on instead of me. <laughs> yeah. She's more well-versed in this. But if you're doing it, you I'm come just, on as guest host and she'll come on as guest. That'd be fun. Is that fair? Yeah, and Noah too. And Noah yeah. too? Okay, mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. I think that'd be really fun. But I hope that you guys all at some time go to watch the canoe marathon because it is pretty exciting. And it's truly an incredible feat of human endurance. So I hope you all see it. They had representation from, I think, five countries this year, which is the most they've ever had. So That's amazing. It was, so what happens when they hit the dams, you said? Do they have to get their canoe out and hike it around? They do. They have oh, to shit. get out at the dam wall. And <laughs> Holy shit. And then they have to put the canoe up on their shoulders and then run down the hill. Hoof it up, huh? Yeah. Or hoof, hoof it, it down. down yeah. And I've seen people biff it a few times. It can. It's hard. I mean, if you've ever even just done a recreational canoe or kayak trip and you try to get out after like two hours, just imagine doing that after seven. Mm. <laughs> it's not easy. Mm. <laughs> I've never done it, but I could only imagine. Mm. This is insane. The first time insane. I've ever heard of this really? type of thing. Yeah, I've never heard of this. Oh. It's well, amazing. It's pretty fun. Is this like normal for Michiganders to know about canoe races? Are you Never are y'all hearing about this? Really? No. Oh, no, man. Kyle's heard of it. Not this particular. You haven't? Okay, nice. Oh, All right. 
you're educating us here. I'm happy to spread the wealth of this knowledge. <laughs> and actually, my boyfriend from, he's from the Ann Arbor area too. He didn't know about it either. Okay. But you guys do have some individuals from the greater Ann Arbor area who compete. Who represent. Mm-hmm. Who All right, compete, dude. Well, I can't promise it PRP mm-hmm. listenership, but I'm going to be on the hunt for a canoe episode next season. <laughs> <laughs> so keep your eyes peeled for that one. Um, all right, let's get it rolling here. We'll get the rules of the podcast, baby. These are the rules of the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> During the jingle, Emily spilled beer on her nice Patagonia uh, jacket. Uh, Party Kyle, will you, Kyle, will you get her a uh, paper towel? Thanks. <laughs> it's such a dope jacket, too. I know. Hey, Kyle. I already got grease on it. It's so. all right. Kyle, Kyle's already got some good pictures of you. So. <laughs> Thank you. That'd be embarrassing. Uh, will you get me one more of these, Olivia? Please? Sure Thank thing. you so much. It's so funny, dude. I always Oberon spill on myself, too. I know. I hate this. this. You like the spicy Oberon, bud? Well, I'm also Calvin's Yeah, that's right. Oh. You're, you're impartial. You do. Um, okay. You, are you all wiped up? I, I'm good. <laughs> good enough. Emily's all wiped up. We're ready to go, baby. Yep. <laughs> um, all right. Rules of the podcast. Rule number one. You have to be vulnerable. Are you down? Yeah. You down, Jessica? I'm down. You consent to the vulnerability? I consent to okay. the vulnerability. Emily, how do you feel about the vulnerability? I feel pretty vulnerable since I just spilled beer on myself. <laughs> yeah, baby. Uh, rule number two, no fibs. If you fibbed up till now, no big deal. But no more fibs moving forward. You okay. good with that? You, you good with that? Yeah. Yes, okay. I'll do my best. No. Uh, rule number three, no spilling beer all over your jacket. Oh, I damn guess I'm out of here. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. Uh, no, rule number three, guest host serves is primary arbitrator. So, Olivia, keep us, keep Got the time, it. keep us kind of okay. moving in the right direction here, okay? okay. Get us out of the studio before 9.30. How's that sound? I okay. think we can do it. Um, softballs. Let's get some softballs rolling here. I'm going to kick this to Jessica. Jessica, tell us uh, what race you two have been training for and what race officially, What sorry, what date, rather, is this race occurring? The the women's 5K time trial. Field time trial. Yes, nice. <laughs> it's a mouthful. It is a mouthful. Um, it's, part of the, it's part of the beauty of it, though, too. I don't even know what the day is. Um, today's September 14th, so 17th. Nice. Yeah, September nailed it. 17th. Do you know what time it starts? 9 a.m. Nice. <laughs> I do she, know that. She nailed that. <laughs> she nailed that. Um, let me ask you this. You guys have extensive, uh, extensive kind of racing backgrounds, uh, so I don't really know how to, how to phrase this, but... Uh, let's start with Jessica and then we'll kick it to Emily. What race of your career is this? Do you have any way of even putting a number on that? No idea. Oof. No idea. How many times have you raced a 5K? Do you have any clue on that? <laughs> on the track, this will be my third. Okay. But like roads, cross country courses, everything else, again, no idea. But third time ripping the track on the third 5K. Third time on the track. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Emily, what about you? You got numbers for us? I'm going to do a quick calculation right now. Oh, yes, dude. Um, Let's see. We'll do 15 times 15, so at least 225 if I do 15, 15 a year. 15 a, a year, yeah. But, I mean, in my younger years, that was... When you're cranking it up? Sure. So you just did a quick yearly times the years you've been running calculation, huh? Yeah. I, like I think that. I've been running. Now I've been running longer than that, but that's okay. It cancels out for the years that I did less races. There you go. So you're in the you're just hanging out in the triple triple digit zone. I, I think so. Love and yeah. life. You're but, probably in the triple digit zone, too, oh, yeah? Probably, yeah. Olivia, you in the triple digit zone? No, I actually didn't race much throughout my lifetime. I okay. was more of like, I liked the grind of a workout, mm-hmm. didn't care for racing. Mm, that's a little yeah, weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love you, but that's a little weird. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, let's start with Emily and we'll, we'll, we'll kick it over to Jessica, but this is kind of, this is kind of, uh, this is kind of a group conversation and this is what we're going to talk about kind of the career in running. So we've all mentioned now that you guys both kind of Started in middle school, Emily maybe a little later than Jessica. 
had a relationship with the sport in high school. Um, let's start with you. High school, everything hunky dory with running was it pretty exciting the whole time? Any like lows in high school, or was it like pretty chill? Um, <laughs> everything in high school was pretty good. Okay. Um, cross country was great. It, track had to grow on me a little bit. Um, I definitely had a problem, and I don't know if this is just a new runner thing or whatever. But I had a side stitch problem for a very long time, and I always hold my side while running the two mile. Looked like an idiot. But is there it pictures helps. of you? Is there pictures they're, of you cranking your side? Unfortunately, yeah. there probably is. <laughs> but they're very deep in the internet, so good luck finding them. But I'm sure someone could. <laughs> and actually, now that I think about this, so um, <laughs> my very first quote unquote cross country meet was called the Tawas Red and White Meet at Silver Valley. And this was just a cross-country meet at our home course, and it was for alumni and current cross-country runners. And um, I remember this was post-camp. We started, and I was like the last one to cross the finish line. I was mm. crying. <laughs> Everyone is already swimming in the creek, eating watermelon. <laughs> Everyone's having fun. It was you? terrible. Watermelon's gone. I was like, you know what? The this are gone. The no, like the gone. cookies, like they were all like they were gone. And like the only people, like I think even the coach had maybe left, and like oh, she was down yeah. the creek too. Fuck. Like my parents were there, and like maybe my sister. But it was like that was a low point. That's certainly how. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but yeah, it, it, everything went up from there. Everything was up yeah. from there. So overall, you'd say two thumbs up for the high school experience or maybe one and a half thumbs? Or? Oh, I'd say two big thumbs up. Two big thumbs yeah. up. Okay. Jessica, what about you in high school? Um, well, similar. I was very terrible when I first started out. I think my first 5K I ever ran was like 36 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so not, not, not too great. <laughs> Shout out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the high school experience, it was it was okay. Like I said, lots of ups and downs. Um, I learned a lot about like myself and about running, and just I think about like my grit and determination. Mm -hmm. But um, I kind of developed early on in puberty, so like I had boobs, and I was made fun of a lot as like a young oh, that female runner for that. So that like that kind of like it formed a lot of body issues for me that I then carried on. Yeah. Into my college Because it starts at an early age. It and does. And it kind of like is a little bit of, it's traumatic, yeah. right? And I mean, high school girls are mean. Yeah. So mean. So mean. So are high school boys, though. Yeah. They're also kind of mean. Yeah. Uh, that sucks, dude. That does, that, that is a bummer. Um, yeah. did, was it something that in college like got better with time or was it something that has just always kind of been there in the background a little bit for you? Um, it hasn't gotten better in college. I will say now that I'm like older, more mature, it's gotten better. Nice. Yeah, for okay. sure. I'm happy to hear that. But good things about college is my coaches were really good about just instilling love and passion for the sport. So it really is the driving force of why I still run today is because my coaches were so great at what they did. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Okay. That's good to hear. Um, all right. Let's talk college. It's time to it's time to. What is it? Pour the tea? What does it say when you're gossiping? Spill, spill the tea. Spill the tea. Pour it's time to spill the tea. We can pour tea, though. We can pour yeah. it, though. Pour, pour pee? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Emily's the best. We can pour pee and pour beer all over ourselves. <laughs> um, okay, let's talk college, We do though. a difference, eh, <laughs> We have three ex-college runners. Uh, Olivia, you were at Wayne State. Mm -hmm. um, Jessica, you were at... Albion. Albion. Albion University? Albion, Albion College? College. Okay. Yeah. Where's that? Uh, 20 minutes west of Jackson. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Albion yeah. College. And, and where were you, Emily? Saginaw Valley State University. Damn. Wait. Sag Saginaw awesome. 
Do we have D1, D2, and D3 represented? I think we're D2 and D3. Wait, who's D1? Bolivia. No, D2. We're D2. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wayne's Day was D, D2? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was D1. Huh. Okay, well, we almost added with a one, two, three. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, let's talk about college and uh, college running. Uh, I would say that my antidote from college was that I played a different sport, and it ruined my relationship with that sport. And I'm happy that I didn't run in college. Um, and having a weird college relationship and going through a transfer with the sport that I thought was going to be my whole life, it was kind of a bummer. Uh, so I don't want to like set the precedence for you guys, but is, is that are we like talking along a similar vein of that like college running kind of was like too intense or what are we thinking here? Who's first? I know we're all excited. Who's jumping? Olivia, let's start with you because yeah. we've, we've talked to you a little bit before about Wayne State stuff. Um, you you were a walk-on as a freshman, or did you get recruited? I, I forget. A uh, walk-on. I only ran one year in high school as a senior, and uh, my fastest time was a 21-minute flat 5K, so nothing super impressive, okay. I think, for D2 at that time. I think most of the girls on our team were running, like, 19s and 18s. Um, I... I came from a high school that developed a very healthy relationship with running and we were such good friends and we cheered each other on. And then in college, it was like a lot of competitiveness amongst the team members. It wasn't very cohesive. And I do think it wasn't the women that did that. I think it was our coach that did that. And there was a lot of like, you know, rat each other out if somebody's not doing the right thing, sleeping enough, eating enough, whatever. So mm. it was a very like rat each other out system. Um, and then eventually I actually left after my third year because I was just not having fun with it anymore. Yeah, moving on from it. Yeah. But culture certainly starts at the top and that's kind of a, I would agree that that's yeah, kind of a yeah. issue. Um, totally left running for a couple of years, did yoga, nice. almost did my yoga teacher training. I could do like Namaste. forearm stands. I got really good Dude. and I loved it. Helped I think also like with the like meditative part of it after coming back from college running. Yeah. So you had um, to take a break from running totally for a while. Totally took a break. Didn't run a single step for like okay. six months, a year maybe. Mm-hmm. And when you came back to it, uh, did it take time to kind of smooth out some of the, the bumps that had been formed in it? Or yeah, or yeah. I think those bumps have even continued up until like a year ago. I think I finally have worked through a lot of that stuff even recently yeah, so nice. um congratulations yeah it's rough though dude yeah sorry that and then, you had to go through that and then you kind of like go through the stage of dang i used to be this good why why mm-hmm. can't like i want to get back to that but it's not feasible you're doing two days you're icing you're doing the weight room yeah biking uh rehab you got, now you got other things other passions in your life too yeah. you know you can't be pouring all that time into running yeah yeah, yeah. although um Gotten pretty close and even hit some of my college PRs in the last couple of years. So I've that's been kind of my goal. Hit some college PRs. Get back into the glory days a little bit. Um, Jessica, let's talk about your college career. Yeah, let's. Lots of fun. Lots of not fun. A little bit of both. A lot of both. Yeah, okay. Um, I actually really plateaued in college. So I wasn't much faster in college than I was in high school, which is saying a lot because I was very mediocre in high school. I think my fastest 5K was like mid-24s. Um, and then I hit 22.52 was my college PR. So nice. a lot faster than that now, which is good. Um, but kind of similar to Olivia, our team was just really competitive in, in itself. And we were always competing against each other. And our, my coach, he really like promoted a lot of like unhealthy habits. And so there was a huge eating disorder culture on the team that mm. we all kind of like 
fed into it and yeah it, that's so it prevalent wasn't, it wasn't with good. that oh my gosh no, man no not at all oh that's such a shame because similar to the stuff that you talked about with you know the body image stuff yeah. i mean this is stuff that gets rooted into you know your college you're 18 19 20 yeah. years old it's yeah. early life to get some stuff like this rooted into you that shit lingers man it, it lingers and um yeah i took a year and a half off after college, so it was kind of weird. I graduated in 2020, so the pandemic, so I lost my entire senior year of track. So oh, shit. I lost that, and then I was just so burnt out from like eating disorders and overtraining and all of that. Like I just I couldn't do it. My body had broken down, and I also got into yoga a lot. Almost got my yoga That's teaching awesome. certification. Yes. Um, Amazing, it was just, yeah. It was just such a healing like process. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And then how long after you, how long of a break did you take from running? You said like a year and a half? Yeah, about a year and a half. Okay, cool. Yeah. And how was like entering back in the waters? How long has it been now since you've been running again? Uh, going on two years. All right. Yeah. How's it's, the relationship feel? It's going great. Super healthy relationship. Yeah. I can actually like take a day off now and not good. feel guilty about it. Yeah, um, good. Smashing my old PRs, which is always very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It's good for yeah. you. Man, bummer deal. Bummer deal with the with the college running kind of ruining the vibe. I here. will. <laughs> let me. Let let's, me. Let's yeah. Let's, let's the vibe up a little yeah, bit. Let's do it. It's um, okay. My best friends, shout out Jordan and shout out Aaron from college. Like I, we still meet up and run together every now and then. So like I did form some really important relationships. And some with sisterhood yeah. stuff and, and yeah. My boyfriend, um, we met freshman year of college, started dating junior year of college. He was also on the team, so. Oh, he's a runner too? Yeah, lots of good experiences came from it. You got a little cross-country romance going here? Or what do we got? A little bit, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's Kevin and I. Yeah. Oh. We met on the team and started dating. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That's fun. Um, That's, that was another big no-no on our team. Don't date each other. Oh, really? And I mean, it's like, what, oh, what do they expect? You're young, you're oh, together all the time. You're traveling <laughs> together. Like, what do they expect? Yeah, and there's. The greatest part, though, was the fresh my freshman year. The three freshmen started dating the three juniors. It was oh, awesome. It was nice. like a- <laughs> See, we had the Take we it. have the same last name. Like our last name is both Reynolds. So oh. like my coach loved it. He ate it up. He's like, yeah, here comes Reynolds and Reynolds. Like <laughs> you guys have the same last yeah. name. Yeah. Okay, Fun that's fact. fucking amazing, guys. That's yeah. amazing. It works out because I I don't want to change my name when I get married. So yeah. I'm just gonna hyphenate instead. I mean, you, guys, yeah. you, you guys skip a great, a big, huge conversation that lots of people have to have, right? Yeah. Reynolds squared. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Emily, you're up on the okay. college stuff. So I, I will say that I did when I did a little deep dive on your gram. You had a pretty touching post about what last year's race meant to you. It did. Yeah, based on your experience and how long it has been since you formally raced. Yep. So let's talk about college for you. All right. Well, college started out, I mean, I would say overall, my college experience was lovely. I met so many wonderful friends I'm still friends with to this day. Um, I've been to and in a lot of their weddings. And um, they introduced me to Great Lakes Relay, a.k.a. GLR. (laughs) (laughs) Forever thankful for that. So, um, yeah, I'd say overall it was really great. And um, I think that when it comes to athletic performance, I reached highs I never thought even possible that first day at Silver Valley, little callback. Um, <laughs> but um, so I would say those were the really good things. But for sure, like you guys were saying too, there was of course some dark times, and my dark times didn't really hit until I would say my senior year and my super senior year. So there was a few compounding factors. Um, one, the team dynamic had changed a bit. It wasn't bad. It wasn't like the people were bad. We're like, oh, there's just so 
catty or whatever. It was just not the same vibe. It was a little bit more cutthroat. Um, did you lose some like leaders that were perpetuating a different kind of culture or how did the, how did it shift? I think it just shifted where the people in my class and younger were just specifically my class, again, great people, but, um, just so competitive that like we were still friends, but it was so competitive. It wasn't good. And like, I also am a very competitive person. I'm sure we all are, but I really try to keep that in check and not say things to people to be like, oh, they're after me or whatever, or mm -hmm. just be like, I beat you today in practice. I would never have that mindset, but I think there was a few people who had that mindset and it was very unhealthy. Of course. Um, and so there was that. And then I was thinking about what I was going to do after college. And I was trying to do a little bit more research in the laboratory. So it was that. And then we had some new coaching and then. And um, my training changed quite significantly. Um, and so my PR was a 1649. And so that's what I was training for is to get better than that. Jeez. However, Oof. at the time, I was training with the underclassmen doing six-minute mile repeats for my workouts. So that's not really going to translate well into a 1635K. And um, by the time I inquired about it and everything, it was a little too little too late. And I got hurt. Um, long story short... My last collegiate race, I walked off the track in the darkness at Mount Sac. It was very disappointing and depressing. And, and <laughs> Took did, a long time to get over it. You didn't but finish, huh? It was a DNF. It was a DNF. Um, yeah, my lower back was just really messed up. It was just like again, I it was too little, too late. I got to do some faster workouts, faster workouts, which was great. But it was just so different from what I had been doing for the last for the whole school year. So, um, so that was tough. And then. You know, then you have a couple of weeks and it's conference. And so I thought, okay, well, I, I might not be at my best, but I can at least score for conference. And then, you know, I look at the heat sheets and my name's not anywhere. No one talked to me about it. Oh, they and didn't even, so they didn't put you in the races? Nope. Oh. No one told me I wasn't going to be in conference. And I was like, well, this is terrible. So <laughs> that's how my collegiate career ended. That was the end, huh? That was the end. So when you walked off on that last race, that what ultimately ended up being your last race. You were bummed, but at that time, you didn't necessarily think it was your last one. No, I knew I couldn't make it to nationals probably that year, but that was okay because it was like, well, I mean, you did the best you could and you tried to be coachable and do the best you could at the time that you were doing things. Um, but I thought, okay, well, I know that we need enough people for all these events and I could do the 5K, I could do 800, whatever, 1500, I could do something, even the 10K. And I just didn't want to hurt my back so bad where I'd be messed up for a long time um, and not be able to score or anything for conference. But yeah, um, yeah it really hurt. <laughs> it was it was really tough. And um, I'm sure that hurt like for real though. Yeah, it did because it's something that you just care so much about for so long and you sacrifice like everything in your young, young life for a long time. And it was just like, yeah, yeah. that's really hurtful. So and it's, it's kind of like your whole identity. It was, yeah. yes. And that was a big shift, too, I would say, after college, like starting my first job. Um, just like so much of my identity was wrapped up in like being a runner and being fast and all this kind of stuff. And it really doesn't matter. Like you get out into the real world and I'd like talk to my boss about like, yeah, I just smashed this like mile repeat workout. He's like, great. They don't know what Where's you're talking about. Where's my spreadsheet? Yeah, they don't know what you're talking <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> Or you can tell them like, yeah, I or did some, oh yeah, I ran a mile in eight eight minutes. They're so like, they don't know what that means. Yeah, so like, cool. <laughs> did you win? Like, that was always the question. Is like, my grandparents, my bosses, like, you'd be at nationals, and they'd be like, great. Oh, did you win? And be like, 
no, these girls are like going to the Olympic trials. Like, (laughs) no, (laughs) but thank you anyways for your questions. (laughs) But um, yeah, so I think that was like interesting transitioning from college to the real world. And I think that how painful the end to my collegiate career was considering that like overall it was a great experience. It was just painful at the end. I think it was good for me to have that ending in a way and have that rude awakening in the real world to just be like, okay, no one cares. And that sets you free a little bit. It does set you free. It sets you free. And it took me a long time to accept that. But, and I think there's still times where I can't help it. I'm like, oh, well, if I don't do three by one mile at this pace, then it's not good enough. But you gotta like, you got you gotta like let that go. Let it fly. Yeah, but it's hard, and I think it's hard because like the very young part of your life, you're um, you're just training so hard, and it's everything you ever wanted. You don't even think about anything else after mm-hmm. that. And I think it's very difficult for a lot of athletes, whether you're running or not. Um, so yeah, that was my experience. Nice. Did you take a little uh, break from running post college too, or did you just keep kind of keep going? Did I did. Take a little sabbatical like these two. I I didn't take a huge sabbatical I probably took like two or three months off or something like that and then one of my neighbors in my apartment that I lived in at the time was one of my former teammates from college and he was like hey you want to run competitively still I'm like "Mm, I don't know about that I don't know if I'm ready but sure I need some friends in this community so let's give it a shot and that's when I started Playmakers and honestly Playmakers and Great Lakes Relay has like totally Shout out to them because it turned my relationship around with running again. And just like I started to enjoy it again. It yeah. wasn't like a chore. It wasn't like my identity. And it's like if I didn't get a PR or break the five minute mile, it wasn't like my world was over. Yeah, so okay. it, I thought it was really good. That's much healthier. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I feel much more uh, free. Yeah. Good. Yeah, As nice. you should. You deserve yeah. to feel that way. Thank you. Um, so it seems like the common thread here is this kind of interesting paradigm that not every college athlete has because like, if you're on a team, there's still a lot of competitiveness to like be a starter, right? And there's that that perpetuates through. But the running stuff is is different, and it seems like it's kind of like kind of like everyone's out in an outpost together trying to rip it up, huh? Trying Man. to make the travel squad. Trying to make the travel squad. You want to be traveling, you do. <laughs> Getting left out of the travel squad, that hurts. That hurts when the crew's that that hurts when the crew's getting on the bus and you're like, mm. yeah. I remember for regionals one year, our coach mm. like plucked two of us and was like, "All right, you two race against each other to oh. see who makes it." Oh I was like, that is so messed up. So ruthless, <laughs> I know. I know. I, yeah. yeah. Oh man. It was so. Who won? No, I'm just I, kidding. I didn't make it. Oh. I was so salty. I like wrote an email. Slumped around. I, I was guilty of probably not yeah. talking to this girl for a while, well, shunning yeah. her. Yeah. <laughs> it, like to be fair, you guys were put in a really crappy situation. Uh, That's what I always remind myself. Is I, I kind of left college not actually having m- many friends from my team, unlike you guys. Um, people were just nasty to each other, yeah. and I was like, I don't want to continue that through my life. But I have to remind myself that it wasn't them. It was our coaches was system just like, in, right? The system. Yeah, the system. Yeah. And we were all young, 18 years old. I mean, actually, I wasn't even 18 my fr- freshman year on the college. I was still 17. Okay. I'm like, how malleable are we? You're still a kid. I don't. The yeah. person I was from 18 to 25, from 25 to now, it's... We put too much pressure on our on Self, these little self-induced, kids, right? Teenage yeah. shoulders. They were teenagers, basically. Uh, yeah. We talked about this a couple episodes ago yeah. with Kelly. Uh, she 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 ran D one at Minnesota, and she mm-hmm. luckily for her had a, a different experience with a coach that 
was very aware of eating disorder mm-hmm. and very, very body positive and all these things. And it just led to this conversation of like, it is strange that the collegiate athletic structure applies not just in running, but other places apply and other sports apply so much pressure to kids who are, you know, what do they say? Like 5%, 3% of NCAA athletes are going, are going to go pro. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us are just trying to become adults. We're just trying to become humans. Yeah. And then we get thrown into these like toxic environments where we feel like our identity is wrapped up yeah. in it completely. And it's the end of the world if performance doesn't happen. And I just feel like there's so many other stories of tumultuated careers than there is of like, oh, this person went D1 and then went pro and then it's all glitz and glamour. It's like for every story of that, there's probably 100x times stories of people like, yeah, that shit ruined my relationship with the sport for a long time. Well, when you're like in that situation too, you have that feeling like I'm going to be the one who has the breakthrough. I'm going to be the underdog who like rises up and goes pro. So you're willing to do anything to get to that next level. Yeah. Like study less, which is like ridiculous. Yeah, because I like that's what that. you're there for. Yeah. <laughs> I remember yeah. studying less to sleep more or to like do these extra rehab, prehab, yeah. whatever things. And let's be real, like we weren't that good. <laughs> like, I know, right? Who were we? Like, what did who do we think we were? <laughs> yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it's a shame that more coaches don't realize that they're really in the business of like maturing yeah. human beings into adults versus like trying to win national titles. But it is what it is. That's why I'm going into what I'm going into because I want to help change the structure. Change the, the system. Inside. Yeah. You know, let's do a cheers for that. I yeah. cheers. Let's do a freaking yes. cheers for that. Yeah. Good on cheers. you. Dude. All right. On that note, let's move on from the college stuff and let's talk about. Oh, God damn it! God damn it, Kyle. Uh, Breaking his camera. <laughs> Let me know if you need Emily to pour some beer on you after that. I got you. <laughs> And it won't be the last. All right, next section. Here we go. All right, let's start with Emily. What you doing these days to pay the old bills, sister? What are you oh, up to? You know. A little bit of this, a little bit of that? I was going to make an inappropriate joke, but I won't do that do here. It. <laughs> no, it's too late. Oh, but shoot. The punchline's been spoiled. But, <laughs> um, so for real, uh, what I do to make money is, uh, and also I enjoy it, I am a project manager at a civil engineering firm. Okay. I've been doing that since I graduated from college. Same company. Shout out. Um, it's taught me a lot. I definitely draw upon my running experiences because as we mentioned before running is an excellent metaphor for life and it helps me to deal I want to say deal it's a wrong word work with a lot of different clients and a lot of different community members we have a lot of public meetings and it can be very difficult these days especially when you're talking about something scientific or you're talking about something with engineering and people don't like it their taxes are going to go up so um it definitely, yeah, that's what I do. I guess that's a long answer to what I was saying. No, it's not too yeah. long. It's not too long. Are you, so are you an engineer yourself or are you just a project manager for a firm? I'm a fake engineer. Nice. So my degree is in chemistry. Okay. And I wound up at, the, at this company, you know, I thought I was just going to be there for a year and I was going to go to grad school and get my PhD in analytical chemistry because I love analytical chemistry. Damn. But, um, savage. No, it's really uh, like the least interesting chemistry maybe <laughs> to a lot of chemists out there. And anyways, I did not wind up doing that because I found that at this company, I'm like, oh, you know what? I actually really enjoy this. And I enjoy seeing basically projects in my own community and across the state of Michigan and just 
knowing that you had a hand in helping them understand their water quality better or make better decisions for the environment mm -hmm. or do something to make the, their um, even just like something as simple as like clean your catch basins out. You can teach people to do that or like help them with their program to make it easier or less expensive. I love doing that. So I wound up staying there for now. It's been like seven and a half years and it's been really good overall. Nice. So I've definitely enjoyed it. And it's something I never thought I'd be in as a chemist. I thought I'd be doing research and working in the lab for my whole life. But um, no, I'm, I am out there walking drains and opening catch basins and inspecting construction sites. Do you wear, <laughs> so. the, do you wear the high visibility vest? It, it is high vis season, but it's about to be dude. Carhartt season. Okay, nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, good for you. I wanted to give you some daps because what you basically did is you had a plan and then you just listened to your life. Yeah. And you Thank just went you. with the flow. It's been That's very, pretty cool. It's been good. Not, yeah. not everyone's able to do that. Yeah. That's good for you. Maybe running taught me that. I Maybe know. it did. I don't know. Um, okay. Well, thanks for sharing. That was fun. Thank you. Uh, that's like kind of in the world that I used to work in. So I'm oh, really? baby bit knowledgeable about that. Nice. Uh, Jessica, let's go to you. Yeah. So we know you're a student. Yeah. What else are you doing? What else are you doing? You're a little, a little hustling for some cash. What you up to? Yeah. I actually work at Ann Arbor Running Company. Yeah, you so, do. Yeah. Oh, shout out. <laughs> How long have you been working at AARC? Coming up on a year. Yeah. Actually, yeah, probably right around a year. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Are you working at this location mostly or are you dabbling around? Um, I'm mostly at this location and I also work down in Eisenhower. Nice. Um, in addition to that, I'm a freelance run coach and personal trainer. Okay. So, so is there a way to, for that people can find you? Uh, through, are, I know Run Ann Arbor is on the gram, but you got your own gram account or how you how you finding people these days? Um, yeah. I... Honestly, I'm on TikTok a lot. Yes, it's, okay. I'm, That's I'm fine. young. I'm 25. Don't be shameful. <laughs> Don't be shameful. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Jess Reynolds runs on TikTok. Okay, um, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I just really one day decided like, hey, I, I really like running and I'm tired of people telling me to like be, be more quiet about running. Like I really want to embrace it. Um, kind of after college adopted the mentality that movement is medicine and that's kind of mm. like the root of all of the work I do today. It's just like getting people to move in whatever way feels best for them, um, ideally running. But like if you don't like running, then like let's find something because yeah. movement is the foundation of a healthy life. So Amen. that's yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Preach girl. Preach baby. Um, what did you study in undergrad? Kinesiology. Okay. Yeah. So that's put you on this path to be in this sports science kind of yeah. world. Yeah. So when I uh, finished my undergrad, I initially thought I was going to be a physical therapist. And I worked in actually a sports PT clinic for a little while and kind of immersed myself in that and decided this is not something that I would like to do long term. Pivoted. And then I was like, well, I wanted to go to uh, grad school anyway. I've always wanted to be a doctor my entire life. So a PhD is in my future at some point. There we go. But, um, I was like, well, I'm not ready for a PhD yet, but I could go get a master's. And um, most of the jobs in kinesiology, and if you want to work in the NCAA, a master's is a lot more valuable than just a bachelor's degree. So kind of on the path that I am right now. So the long track, the long goal for you is potentially being head coach of a program somewhere in the NCAA? Uh, I guess that's more short term, yeah. Okay. Long term is, um, so after I finish uh, my master's, I'll go out into the field and NCAA coach. Um, once I kind of, I guess, get bored of that, I like 
I get bored of things easily. Mm -hmm. um, so I eventually want to go get my PhD and study women's hormone health and how it relates to performance. Oh, and shit, then dude. Eventually, yes. yeah, do a lot of like research and work in a lab. Jessica's yeah. on a path, yeah. dude. <laughs> Love that idea. Yeah. I mean, hormones impact us more than we might think. Yeah. And, and or woman. Come to our next book club. We're going to be talking about that. Yeah. <laughs> People say they don't, but I'm like, I've experienced it. It affects my performance. Yeah. yeah. It's yes. really cool. So yeah. right now you're just like hooking people up with the good, you know, with merch, hanging yeah. them out, you're studying yeah. and you're on this path to continue to grow your career. Hopefully. That's fun. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Uh, Olivia, anything new with you in the career world? No, I'm still in gynecology oncology. Just, um, just loving it. Love, I love my job. I will never leave. I'll be there forever. <laughs> so I'm very passionate about it. I'm glad to hear it. the vibes. Like yeah. that was the vibes last time you came on. And I'm glad to hear that that's yeah. still rolling. Yeah. I'm very passionate about women's health. Good for yeah. you. Um, all right, let's talk about training real quick before we move on, because that kind of fits into this work-life balance thing. So, Emily, let's talk to you first. When are you training? Are you morning gal? Or are you like a after the work day? It like, seems like your work day could get nuts, dude. It really depends. Like I said, summertime's my busy time. Okay. <laughs> so it's very difficult. Because um, more construction, more things happening in summer? Yeah, like okay. it's just field time. So okay. you have a lot of construction projects going on. You're trying to do all your monitoring because nothing's frozen. Um, yeah. You have a lot of geese. Like we have a lot of problems with E. coli. So you need to get the critters that are like, they're not hibernating yet. So you need to have them out to get... A, accurate picture of what's going on because that's when people use the beaches and stuff like that. Anyways, I digress. So I usually train after work and due to the long daylight hours in the summertime, that works out pretty good. Um, I strive to be a morning person. I'm not. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> I, Some people just have it in them and like, I know. it's not me. I love mornings once I get up, but it's so hard. I mean... <laughs> I need an accountability buddy if I'm going to run my at 6 a.m. Same. Yeah. <laughs> the only way I can do it is if I've texted someone, I'm like, damn it, We're dude, ready. they're going to be there. Yeah, I, I have to be there. I know. And I've definitely let some people down before, and I'm sorry to you. You know who you are. <laughs> you, know, you know exactly who you are. I'm sorry. <laughs> so how is it like training in summer then when you're so busy? I mean, you'd like you said you that you like keep cranking through summer, like for on the training side when you're also in the field as much, so... Is it just kind of like a tall dose of holy shit? I got to figure it out, or I just try to give myself some grace because I and that's a, been a long time. You know, it's not come easily. That's not that's not an overnight thing. It's not an overnight thing, and um, yeah. So whenever I'm really busy in the summertime, and I might be like just really tired, and it's not always like physically tired from being out in the field. Sometimes it's being mentally tired from thinking all day or mm -hmm. writing a report mm -hmm. or whatever. And I'm like, okay, if I can just get out the door and do one mile that's my only goal and once you do the first half mile you're good to the go body's, yeah. the body's and like, you're like yeah. okay yeah you know what no this you need that change and i think it's really hard i think the hardest step this is so cliche but just getting out the door and thankfully my boyfriend will come with me on his bike and then come with me and that helps a lot oh that's or, amazing oh what's your boyfriend's name mike mike shout, shout out, out mike. to mike big <laughs> yeah. shout outs buddy good job yeah, mike thank keep you, it going mike. <laughs> yeah <laughs> so um yeah, so that helps to have someone go out there with you um, or just like contact friends and just say, hey, I'm thinking about running at 6 p.m. at this place. Would you be down? Mm -hmm. And so that is helpful. Keeps you true. It's the yeah. same deal with the morning stuff when you have the evening stuff. It's like, yeah, all right, if I scheduled someone, like, I got to be there. Because being an adult, it's tiring, and <laughs> it's something they don't tell you in school. You're telling no. me. Olivia. You heard it here first. Olivia, 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 I'm thinking about like, oof. About to have a kid, you're, you're, the, the tiredness <laughs> levels for you are about to just be like. I know. 
<laughs> I know. I'm You'll figure it out. Try not to think about it just yet. Yeah. I'm going to live in the moment live a in the moment. longer. Just definitely yeah. live in the moment. Yes. Definitely live in the moment. Um, all right, Jessica, let's talk about you. When do you train? I'm sure you kind of have like a, your shifts are a little different perhaps, and then like your schooling is kind of set, and like are you running all over the place, or are you like pretty good in the morning? All over the place. Yeah. Honestly, my entire day kind of revolves around when I can get my run in. Nice. So like if I have class in the morning, then like my runs in the afternoon and nothing else is going on in the afternoon because I have to get my run in. So mm -hmm. it's a very variable schedule, but I like that. I, I I love routine. I strive for routine, but I also hate it. Like It's a love-hate it, relationship. It's, yeah, it's a weird dichotomy. <laughs> Um, I try to get in routines and I can't ever really no, do it. No, no. Like I was supposed to run this morning and I woke up this morning and I was pretty tired from that mile yesterday. So I just laid on my couch instead of going for a run and it is what it That's is. What <laughs> but like Emily said, like I'm hoping as you've gotten a little older, as we all get a little older, you give yourself grace on that. Absolutely. And not like, don't be hard on yourself for no, that. Not no, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's some good. days you got it. Some days you don't. <laughs> you say that again. Some days Most you got days it. Some days you don't. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> uh, for me, it's like some days I got it. Most days I don't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way, though. I have like every intention to get out the door in the morning and then yes. I wake up and I'm like, no. Some people are like machines and I don't really know. God bless them. Yeah. God bless mm -hmm. all you machines out there. Mm -hmm. But it's not how the normal people of the world I live. Really, <laughs> I think like part of my love for training in the afternoon just comes from like scheduled practices for so many years. I'm like, real. I'm used to that mm -hmm. routine. Kay. Like it's what I'm running at four. I got to yeah. make sure to eat by one thirty or whatever. Yeah. Blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're moving on. Next section. Here we go. Which one? Which one was your favorite? Which one? So listen to this Which beautiful saxophone. Which one was your Um, it's right, a new go. jingle, I think. That's a new one. I feel like I haven't heard that yeah, one. We've got yeah. some new ones in season okay. three. Uh, Jessica, you first. And well, you know what? We're going to get you in on this, too. So start thinking. Okay. Uh, Jessica, you first. Favorite run, past calendar year. You can go back all the way to uh, September 14th, 2022. Are we talking about races or like run in general? Whatever. Whatever whatever your heart desires. Honestly, it was the Bayshore Marathon. I figured it was yeah, Bayshore. Yeah. Big shout outs. It was perfect. What was your time at Bayshore? Uh, three twenty-seven. What? Thirty-four. Oh, let's give her a little clap oh, for yeah. that, dude. Thank you. Thank uh, a you. A sub three thirty for the first outing, huh? Mm -hmm. Damn, that's, good. that's fucking yeah. legit, dude. Mm -hmm. uh, everything went to plan for the most part, or? Uh, yeah, everything went exactly to plan. Mm. Um, the best part of it, I was probably at mile sixteen, and I looked up, and there was a bald eagle flying overhead, and that was like oh, the highlight what? of the race. I was like, "That's a good omen. <laughs> like, I'm gonna hit it." Like. Things are going great right now. Dude, the yeah. bald eagle guided you in. It did. It really did. To, to, <laughs> I think that's a good omen. Yeah. That is yeah. a good omen. That's amazing. Okay, great answer. Great answer. Uh, let's go Emily before we go Olivia. Emily, favorite run? My favorite run this past year has been, uh, again, it was during Great Lakes Relay. Um, I forget which leg it was on day two, but it was like B16 or something like that. Okay. But basically we were running into Hartwick Pines and it was along these beautiful creeks. And I think it was like the north branch of the Osable River. There was a big thunderstorm overhead. It was like super like, it was like the perfect distance amount away. So thunderstorm. You weren't, you weren't like tripping on the lightning? I, no, I wasn't scared. Okay, cool. It was like the nice, subtle, distant thunder and lightning yeah. where it was calming, not frightening. Mm -hmm. So that was my favorite run. Nice. How far was it? Was it a little like? I think it was like five miles. Just something chill. My legs were screaming, but. Yeah, it was just good vibes. We did huh? it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Olivia, what about you? Got a favorite run? Yeah, I'm going to turn this into, uh, take a twist on this and say I had like one workout this year where 
it just felt like everything clicked. Amazing. And I had to do, I think it was six by one K and it was like the first three at six twenty pace and the second three at like six minute pace. And I don't know, it just reinvigorated me. It made me feel like really, I believed in myself. Everything went great. And it was after a slump of like seven months of not running good. So it was nice. great. It was it like was, a little validating for you. It just yeah, felt like, mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I believed in myself more after that. All my track workouts went great. And then I hit a good race, uh, three, five uh, K. Um, it was at fairy field, of course, where of all course. the magic happens. Yeah, of so course. of course yeah. it is funny how we're like the biggest, we're the biggest critics of ourselves. Mm-hmm. No one else is as hard as on us as we are individually. Yeah. I think I sat like in my car after that workout and I was like, I just want to bask in this moment right now. It was so great. That's totally valid. You got to bask in the good moments. You definitely got to bask in the good moments. Um, All right. Next section. We're moving on. You'll know what time it is. It's Strava time. Strava. Like, are you crazy? Like, did you really do that? Okay, uh, Emily, you're a Stravolus individual. I am. Uh, I got mad respect for that. Uh, I'm on a watch cleanse right now. I've been running watchless oh. for the past like six weeks. Nice. And it's been pretty fucking dope. I've been there before myself. It's a good place to be. It's it my is. first time. It is very freeing. And I think I really went through this phase after college. And it was just like, ah, I just need to get free. And I was never too crazy about the watch thing either because I... Had a GPS watch, but it was in the days of the GPS watches where they weren't really that good. The shitty yeah. ones. Yeah, they were the brakes on the, your arm. And they took forever to find yeah. satellites. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, the I'm pissed that Kyle's not yeah. here to take a picture of this I right know. now. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so I definitely went watch free for a while after that, after my college After experience. that time in your life. Yeah. yeah. And it was good. I mean, you get in touch with your body again and you don't think about it. And I think like one of the times and I'll still do this sometimes if I'm like in my head about a race and I really shouldn't be, I will just not have my watch on or I'll just wear my watch because it's a comfort thing to have it on your wrist, but I won't start it. Won't track the activity. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why don't you have a Strava account? Let's talk about that. For a long time lived by myself. Yep. And I was like, I just don't feel comfortable with people knowing my activity. For sure. When I run. Where, where, where I at, run. My, my route. I, I just don't trust people enough. Like, I don't yep. do that. And it's like, and also, after the whole collegiate competitive thing, it's like, no one needs to know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, you know, <laughs> okay, it's cool. just like... Okay, if I'm running 830s and I'm struggling today, no one needs to know about it except for me. Yeah. Good <laughs> so, for you, dude. Thanks. Will you ever come into the Strava world as your relationship kind of matures with running? Or are you just going to just go? Absolutely not. Just without it forever. Nope, I'm never going to do Strava. Good for you, dude. I love thanks. It. Good for you. <laughs> nice. Good for you. Um, all right, we're moving on. Jessica, we got one queued up for you here. Yes. Uh, uh, August 25th at 11:35 a.m., which that's like. Mm. Pfft, Jesus, this is like the freaking hot heat of the day here, baby. 11.35 yeah. a.m. in Ypsilanti, Michigan, uh, we have an activity titled Happy Birthday. Yeah. 25 is feeling good. 25 by 200. Splits attached. Not the long run I had planned, all thanks to the storms downriver, but this was a lot of fun and more specific to my immediate goals. So I'm hoping that you can explain this activity a little bit more for us here. Absolutely. Um 
So I had planned to run 25 miles on my 25th birthday. Um, this was going to start be part of my Metro Park challenge where I visited all of the uh, 13 Metro Parks in the Huron Clinton area. In in the same day or just in just no. like throughout just a certain subset of time or just in general? So it was an arbitrary time goal, okay. August 1st through August 25th, which is my birthday. Okay, cool. Um, that was the week we got those. Well, I don't know that you guys got crazy storms here in Ann Arbor, but did. out east we got really bad storms so thursday morning we woke up and our entire neighborhood was flooded under like six inches of water and then (laughs) yeah was that that the day when they had 275 underwater yes that was that day and so that was thursday and then we had another round of storms come through thursday night and our neighborhood actually got hit by a tornado oh Oh, lord so we went out friday morning and um the plan was my boyfriend had to work so he was like okay i will We'll drive down to your endpoint, which was supposed to be Lake Erie Metro Park, and then I'll shuttle you up to the top, like kind of be your um, aid station mm-hmm. for the first 10 miles or whatever, and then head off to work and you'll just have your car down at the base. And we get out there and we're start driving around and I'm like, there's so much destruction, so much devastation. Like, I can't run here right now. No. So it was like, okay, plan and adapt. Let's just go crank out a track workout on my birthday. And that's what you did. And that's what I did. 25 by 200. 25 by 200. That's legit. I started at half marathon pace and gradually um, got to, I think, some mile. Yeah. Yeah. You're cranking. Yeah. How'd that feel? Were you were you stoked after that? Do you feel like it was like a good pivot? Oh, it was so good. Okay. Yeah. So I was like were, riding that down? high for the rest okay. of the day. Yeah. Good. It was a great workout. Good for you for being able to pivot too. Yeah. It's a lesson in getting a little bit older and having a plan and just having it not work because that's just going to keep happening. Most of the time, <laughs> things are not going to go according to plan. Most of the time, yeah. it's not going to happen. Okay, cool. That was yeah. a good section. Here we go. Moving on. And now, are you, are you ladies ready for this section? Are you ready? Yes. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Let's get serious now. Now we're getting okay. serious. <laughs> okay. It's time to get This is you too. Um, okay. Uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Olivia. You're part of this, yeah. Even though you kind of talked about it already, but we're gonna keep you. We're gonna we're gonna loop you into this one. We're gonna start with Emily on this one. Emily, what's your goal on Sunday? My goal on Sunday is to be around 19 flat, okay. give or take. Hopefully, okay. take. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm excited about it. I okay. haven't done a 5K in a very long time, not since like April. So nice. ready to do it. Has your goal changed over the summer or uh, leading into this event, or has it been pretty like you know, like 19 seems like good good spot? I think 19 seems to be like a good spot, just because like summers are hard for me to train. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not usually in my best shape at the beginning of fall. If you were in your best shape, what would your goal be? 1830 Oof, at nice, least yeah. yeah but i'm not in good shape not not it's not that i'm not in good shape it's just i'm not in the, the shape ultimately primed no okay. it is not ultimately right. primed i've been living my best retired life <laughs> so let's fucking go yeah you know? enjoying life yeah uh jessica what's your goal on sunday i'd love to finally break 20 minutes okay breaking 20 yeah nice has your goal changed leading into this at all has it gone up or down or has it been pretty set on 20 it's been set on 20 nice yeah. Nice. It's okay. a barrier I want to break. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. now I'm gonna be rooting. For, now I'm gonna be rooting for you. Oh, we'll see. We'll I'm shouting see. at you, <laughs> uh, Olivia. What's your goal? We kind of talked about it. I'd love to get under 21 for a pregnancy PR. Okay. That'd be so yeah. cool. But and, and has your goal changed in this <laughs> since the first trimester began? <laughs> yes. Yeah, because like in the first trimester, I, I wasn't feeling all this physical pain, and uh, 
of things growing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I'm sure um, it, it, things are different day to day as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I, I hope I don't drop out because if it, the pain's really bad, like I don't want to cause long term damage. For sure. Obviously, if you need to drop out, you got to just do it. Yeah. And everyone's going to love you still. I know. Yeah. So. Um, but I am kind of jealous that I don't get to see you. I hope I see you guys finish. Like, I hope you guys are finishing and like whizzing past me. Cause that'd be super cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get, get some finish line action. Cool. You're talking about, I want to yeah. see the finish. Like I enjoy watching more. I think than like actually racing. Yeah, it's you know? good. So. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um, Emily, we'll kick it back to you. Uh, what do you worry about when you race? Do you worry about anything in this like past post collegiate life you're living now? Or do you try to just like go in with no worries? I think I worry the most about disappointing myself. Okay. And that's, just I think everyone encounters that post-collegiate um but I think I've gotten a lot better about it I still get the pre-race jitters I still get the pre-race nervous poops and um oh, yeah, yeah, we all know those oh, yeah, I baby. think that that is a lifelong thing and that's okay <laughs> keeps us regular but um anyways uh yeah so I just worry about disappointing myself but I know that if I put a solid effort out there and like the best if the best I can do on a given day is 22 minutes that's okay. Whatever. And right? it, yeah. yeah. And yeah, I just don't ever want to disappoint myself, but I'm usually not disappointed unless I feel like I left something out there. Yeah. Like you let, you let, there's some gas left in the tank afterwards a little bit and you're like, damn, we could have used it. Yeah. That. Like mm. if I am one of those people in like an eighth grade two mile and you walk the whole time, but sprint the last hundred, I don't want to be that guy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Um, Jessica, you're trying to break a barrier for the first time. What do you worry about? Or what are you worried about going into Sunday? Um, honestly, my mental game, it's always been kind of my weak point. Um, part of my newfound like love for running post collegiately is like, if I'm not having fun, then it's not worth it. Mm. So I did the, Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. the tracksmith 5k way back. Um, what was that? Mid July. Mm-hmm. And early on in the race, I'm like, you know what? I don't have it in me. So I ease back on the effort and just focus on having fun for the rest of the that's race. Good for you. That, yeah. That's talent. Honestly, yeah. that's a talent. A, a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. yeah. It's so hard. You're growing and, and blossoming. Yeah, I'm running for myself, and yeah. got to have fun with it. Oof, that's good. That's good. Uh, Olivia, you worried about anything on Sunday? From I'm, a race director perspective, and then from a runner perspective. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Of course, I, I hope everybody has a good time, and I want things to go smoothly, and no hiccups. Um yeah, and that people enjoy enough that they want to come back next year, or we gain a bigger crowd. Um, of course, there's like that, like pressure from that standpoint um from a race standpoint i feel like a lot of pressure is actually off my shoulders now because i'm like well i just i gotta do the best i can at this point um so yeah no worries yeah thanks (laughs) okay here we go next section this is the All right, Olivia, you're involved in this one too. Uh, let's go. We've been starting with uh, we've been starting with Emily. We'll give her a break. Start with you, okay. Jessica. Let's talk about what's next. We know you're going to be doing the Appalachian Trail through hike, which is freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what else is next? Anything else left this year that you're going to race? Anything next year you're looking for? And then I also like to like any big bucket list items. You going to Boston? Oh, what's wow. going on with all this stuff? Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like this is yours to take and run. I'm not going to cut you off. Yeah. Oh my God. I have so many bucket list races. Though. It's, you might need to cut me off. <laughs> um, so left for this year and I guess I'll go before the Appalachian trail. Um, okay. I'm doing the Detroit half marathon, international half marathon nice. on October 15th. 
And then jury's still out on Boston because um, they're implementing cutoff times again this year. So yep. um, field size is thirty thousand. So I guess I have to wait till next week mm. to know whether is or not that when they is that when they're dropping the data I, on us? I guess I don't know, yeah. but registration closes on uh, the fifteenth. Okay, so, so that's we'll tomorrow. See. That's tomorrow. And then how quickly do they turn around decisions? Do you guys even, do we even know that? Yeah, no idea. Knows. Okay. And you're three, you have three minutes? I have like two minutes and 20 some seconds. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're so gonna, I should be good. I but you're good. Fingers crossed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Pray for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> so maybe I, Boston 2024, maybe hopefully not. Hopefully Boston we'll 2024. Um, all six of the world majors are on my bucket list. Ooh. And then. Ooh. Got big goals. Got big goals. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, I want to get into ultra marathoning too. So, okay, nice. Western states, obviously, it's the Boston Marathon of Ultra. Wow, there yeah, is Jessica. And then I'm not sure if you guys have ever heard of, oh gosh, what is it? The um, Incan? Oh gosh, I forget what it's called. But it takes place in Machu Picchu, and it's a marathon. Oh my, oh my gosh. gosh! And it's claimed to be the world's toughest marathon. And it's 26 it. miles through the Incan ruins and you climb up the like old stone steps what and like on indigenous trails. And yeah, wow. so that's my, I think my biggest like bucket list race. That sounds like fun. Yeah, Diff I think it's the Incan marathon. very or difficult. Yeah. Do you qualify for that? How do you, I'm like, I'm sure right they cut off. No, so it's like a huge thing. So it's an excursion, like you qualify for it and then you go out and you're like, getting acclimated for like six days before the race and then you oh. go and you run the race, so yeah. Okay. How high of elevation is that? Pretty high. I was gonna say that's it's gotta high. be up there. Yeah, <laughs> there's like clouds below beneath those ruins. I think. Yeah, it's the Inca Marathon by Wild Marathons. Yes, that's it. Holy that's shit! That's it. Yeah, wow. that's probably my biggest bucket list event that I have. This is looking. I've learned a lot from you two today. Yeah. Of the canoe dude. marathons, <laughs> Incan marathons. I know. I tell people I want to do ultras, and they're like. Like get big eyes, and they're like, "What?" Wow, this oh, is like yeah. looking. What insane, drives you to want dude. to do an ultra? Oh, I've always man. wondered um, about people. Just to see what I'm made of, see if I can mm -hmm. do it. Do you yep. think that's uh, what drives all ultra marathoners? Because I don't know. I th I think so. Yeah, to see mm -hmm. see like what you're capable of doing, mm -hmm. see the limits of human endurance in the human body. Yeah, like the canoe marathon. Like the canoe. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you ever going to ultra, Emily? No. Uh, <laughs> the only ultra I'll do is the canoe marathon, yeah, and that's okay. it. Okay. I just don't. I just. I think I get too bored. No, you wouldn't. Yeah. If you're running through mountains, though, come on. Maybe. <sighs> nope. Maybe not. <laughs> well, Jessica, that was a hell of a bucket list. Yeah. Have you guys ever heard of Mount Marathon? It's a 5K in Alaska. Again, yeah, I forget oh. the city, it, yeah, but Mount it goes marathon. up the mountain and then oh. back down. It's yeah. just a straight up barge, yeah. straight back down barge. Actually, that would be cool to do. I think I have heard that. Is that icy? I don't know if it's icy. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Dangerous if it's yeah. icy. Steep. People are like coming to the finish line, like covered in blood and. Oh, yeah. oh. that sounds. Yeah, you're like, like do you want to do this again? Down. <laughs> it's like the when the English people chase that cheese wheel. Yeah, that's just yeah. fucking nuts, dude. Yeah, Aren't all runners slightly masochistic in some way? I think so. I think, yeah. I think that is a big takeaway from yeah. today. Yeah, I think so. um, great bucket list. Thank you. Freaking stellar bucket I know, list. We should just end it right there. I know. Yeah, mine are not. We're done. Uh, yeah, we should have. We should have just go go last. Yeah. Uh, all right, yeah. Olivia. Uh, what's next for you? Kind of like yeah. un unknown TBD, unknown. I would assume. Well, I, I, I had registered for the international half marathon at Detroit. Okay. And then I quickly realized after the, my last 10 miler a week or 
so ago that it's just not a smart idea. So um, I'm going to push it off to next year. I already deferred it. Um, okay. But I don't know. I'm sure by I'm sure by spring I'll be ready to run again. And I know I will. I already texted Johnny. I'm like, you better keep a spot open for me. Okay. Oh, Johnny Crane. I'm sure you all have heard me Shout talk out to about Johnny. him. Seriously. We yeah. love Johnny. Yeah, he's been on here a couple times Johnny's too. Johnny's a fan of the pod and a, yeah. just a great individual. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Um, he coached me this spring and I, I, I just stopped with him because I was like, I can't keep doing this. And um, yeah. So for now, your foresight is that once uh, once the baby is is here, that you will come back to running in some, yeah. in some way. Oh, definitely. Yeah, um, okay. It ebbs and flows, but it always comes back. Are you gonna be like? Are you gonna do the stroller running? Are you gonna get the stroller? Yeah. You're gonna have to. Dude. I'm gonna get one of those really fancy strollers. Let's be real. Oh. <laughs> I think you, you should to... break the world women's mile record for pushing a stroller. Stroller. But did you hear what yes. it is? I have is, no idea. It's five seventeen. Holy shit. Holy <laughs> shit. Spence, Neely Spence. Gracie. Ooh, Gracie. Yeah, that just got checks it out. about six months ago That's or impressive. Yeah. That's yeah, I don't legit. think I could do that now Whew. just myself. Mm. <laughs> Sounds like you got some training to do. Yeah. <laughs> it starts now. Whew. Jack Robinault uh, at the Moonshine Mile yesterday pushed his baby. Yeah. And he sub-sixed. Sub-six. Which impressive. I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. He, just barely, but he got it. But maybe cool. some like maybe some stroller PRs. That would be amazing, yeah. Olivia. That yeah. would be so much fun. Yeah, we need like a stroll division for the women's five k. Yes, stroller division. <laughs> so dope. I mean, that would be pretty cool. People would be into that. I'm just saying, people would be yeah. into that. Inclusivity, right? That's yes. right. Yeah. That's right. Um, Especially if it's the women. That's right. Uh, Emily, what's next for you? What's what's on the bucket list, homie? So I'm gonna switch it up. It's not gonna be running. My next bucket list item is to complete a cross-country ski race again. Whoa. It was the hardest, probably one of the hardest races I ever did was back in 2020, pre-pandemic. How long are these these escapades um, of, of cross-country skiing here? Uh, I think that race was at 12K or something like that. I think it was 12K. Were people it was just flying? Seven. People moving oh, fast? Oh, yeah. I got my ass beat. Like, Oof. it was really hard. <laughs> But it's good for like humbling and I am hoping to get some better skis this year because I just have touring skis from like 10 years ago. But um, it was one of the hardest races I've ever done at Hanson Hills and Grayling. And I would like to do that race again or another one um, and hopefully feel a little better at the finish line this time. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. my bucket list. That's a good one. But as for running for the next thing, though, I really don't know what I want to do next. I you're an open book. I haven't had a race speak to me in a while, so okay. I'm open, open minded. Good. That's a good way to live. That's a fun way to live. Um, all right, we're gonna change this question up a tad uh, because you women all have kind of a similar uh, experience. So I figured, like, let's uh, let's keep it in that camp. Uh, we'll start with Olivia. Advice for someone who has run for a long time and has gone through episodes with running not being so such a fun thing and struggling with it and having self-doubt and all that good stuff what would it be and why um so what i've done when i've been in that position is i've taken a step back taken some time off maybe changed things up a little bit with a different form of exercise or maybe switch gears and went from roads to trails or vice versa or switched from marathon to like mile training vice versa um and uh most importantly you have to love it and you have to enjoy where you're doing every day um haven't we all ran our like run our best when we we're like happy and not putting and pressure on ourselves yes and proud of ourselves for every accomplishment achievement yeah easier it's easier said and reminded than done though Agreed. P putting it into practice is not easy. Mm -hmm. um, Jessica, same question for you. Yeah, I think it would be to find your why and mm. stick to that why. Like, why do you do this? What, like, 
makes you show up every day? What's going to keep you showing up every day? Yeah. Yeah, mm. that's good. It's hard to find your why sometimes, though. I it think, can be. I think some people are, are why-less at times. Yeah. What would your advice be to people who are why-less? Um, I think similar to what Olivia said, maybe taking a step back. And once you take a step back from it, you can kind of, like, figure out what, what you're missing. Mm-hmm. Step out yeah. of it for a second. Yeah. It seems like with you, you kind of stepped out of maybe participating in, in running, but knowing that running was a huge part of your life. And you said, all right, how can I still be involved with running Definitely. without necessarily having me be at the center of it and my performance being at the center of it? Well, like, oh, I can start coaching and helping others achieve goals. Yeah. And that's that's what my why is. And now as I continue running, it's like, OK, find find purpose within yourself and fill your own cup so that you can help others then fill their cup. Mm, that's yeah. good. Yeah. Oof, that's good. That's good. Uh, Emily, same question. Can you please repeat the question? I'll repeat the question. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Can you please repeat the word to be spelled? I'm in court. Can you please repeat the question? <laughs> uh, advice to someone who has gone through something similar to you, where they've loved running and known that it's you know something in their life that they want to keep around, but have really struggled with it and have, have had times where it's been really tumultuous. What would it be? I think my advice to someone who's going through that situation in their life is to be patient with themselves, be easy on yourself, because you are your own worst critic, and at the end of the day, it's just putting one foot in front of the other rather quickly, and you got to keep it in perspective. That's what my dad always said is keep it in perspective, and separate yourself as best you can from the performance and just go back to enjoying it. I always think about, okay, where's my favorite places to run? And go back to that time. When was my first fun run? What was it? Was it running with my friends? We were like run walking. Is it through the thunderstorm? Just go back to that place and keep it what it is. And just keep it in perspective that, you know what? This is like you're putting too much pressure on yourself. And it's really just for you. Find your happy place. Find your happy pace. Oh, oh shit. Make it a t-shirt. Oh, shit. TM. <laughs> that is a big TM right there. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that. Ladies are dropping knowledge on us. Okay, two quick sections here, and we'll wrap this thing up. Here we go. What's the plan for the big race weekend? What's the plan? What's I always like this plan? one. That's a good one. Okay, so everyone's lo- uh, local, kind of. You're, like, kind of local. We'll give you the Ish. local badge. We'll give you the local badge. Uh, so we're not, like, traveling, per se. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just move into pre-race nutrition. We'll start with Olivia. What are you going to eat uh, the night before the race? Uh, oh, night before. Mm-hmm. Night before. What do you um, What do you like to munch? I haven't even planned that out yet. What do you normally like? Because like, though? if it was, I know for a marathon, it's like pasta, pasta. But um, whatever we have at home. No big <laughs> yeah. deal. It's no, no big, big deal. Answer. Okay. <laughs> Let's be real. I like leftovers. that. I, I like that. Jessica, what about you? You got like a like a go to chicken and potatoes. Nice. You like the you do like the boring chicken like boring <laughs> potatoes deal. Like some of the real runners are like no like they don't like fucking season it and stuff. No, no, I you season it. Okay, seasoning, good for yeah, you. Definitely. Please do, please do season your chicken. <laughs> Any other vegetable? If you don't season your chicken, we can't be friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Another TM. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I really like carrots. Nice. So probably some carrots. Green nice. beans, I don't know. Something, we'll some, see. something basic. We'll see what I have at home. Okay. Yeah. You guys, are, you, everyone's pretty chill here. What about you, Emily? You got a go-to pre-race or meal? I, or No, not really. I'm kind of in Olivia's camp, too. It's like really whatever's at, is at home. And uh, I used to be super strict about it. It was always actually chicken and potatoes, specifically sweet potatoes. Mm. But I think like in my post-competitive life, post-really competitive life, 
um, I have had to let go of like the control of yeah. I need to have this meal and I need to have this salmon and it needs to be this spice or whatever. Um, so it's just whatever sounds good that night. Okay. So yeah. it's easy. And a lot of water. Not overthinking it. And probably a beer. And hydrate it. You'll do a beer? Probably. Nice. Oh, I've done that <laughs> yeah. before. Yeah. It's good carb loading, right? Yeah. I haven't done that. It no. absolutely is. <laughs> um, all right. Let's move on to breakfast. What do you have for, what are you going to have for a little brekkie, Olivia? Yeah. Um, likely oatmeal and a banana with peanut butter. <sighs> You know that's music to my ears, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. And your ideal ripeness on the nanner? You're purist, if I remember correctly. It was, are these two brown? No, these are perfect. These are perfect? Yeah. So just a, a, a slight tad of brown yes. streaking. Yes. Okay. What about you? What are you having for breakfast? I usually go peanut butter toast and a banana. Yes. Sometimes mm. I slice the banana and put it on the toast. Oh. Yeah. How do you slice banana? Do you slice the banana horizontally oh. or vertically? Vertically. like Yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. Someone started telling me. Put it on the chopping board and do it long ways. It sits on the toast better. I don't know if I'm coordinated enough to do that. It's, be, it's kind of rough. Yeah. I've tried it. It's yeah. hard. Uh, what kind of toast? Like a sourdough? Um, I'm actually gluten-free. Okay. So um, Aldi's gluten-free whole grain like bread is mm. my go-to. Sounds, sounds kind of... if I want to splurge, <laughs> char is fantastic. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Nice. 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 Uh, Emily, what do you eat in the morning? I'm very boring okay. with my pre-race meal in the morning. Um, I like a good sourdough toast, golden brown. Nice. Carry gold butter. <laughs> toasted in a pan then? Or toasted in a toaster? No, toaster oven. Oh, Not shit. a toaster girl. Butter Fancy. in before it's I, in the toaster oven or afterwards? Good question. I like it after. Okay. Sometimes <laughs> if the... It'll, I like, it'll dirty up the toaster oven if you put it in before and it'll kind of bleed over the sides. I mean, have you ever had your toaster oven catch on fire? Because <laughs> I have. <laughs> It's really scary. That is scary. <laughs> so I don't do that because no one wants a grease fire. But um, I do like a sourdough toast. And like I said, I like Kerrygold butter. Butter after the toasting. But sometimes, pro tip, make sure the toaster's off, but the toaster oven's still warm. Put it in the toaster oven so your butter melts, and mm -hmm. then you spread, spread it easier. Easy. And then I put a little salt on top. Huge pro tip. Which is maybe okay. a psychopath. Oh. That's all right. I, I need butter, the salt baby. to yeah. help me. Any I, uh, any fruit or anything or just straight up toast? Um, Just uh, my stomach has always been very... Sensey. Sensey mm -hmm. the day of a race. So I keep it very simple. I don't yes. want any fiber or anything. One piece of toast or two? Depends on how hungry I Depends am. On the day. And when, when the race is. But I'll probably just do like one big one. Yeah. Or like... Two medium-sized ones. Like that middle of the slice, the middle of the loaf slice. Yeah. The biggest one. <laughs> the good one. I love those. <laughs> no butts of the bread this no. day. <laughs> All right, we're going, you know, you know, we got to do it, ladies. We're going code brown. We got to talk code brown. So how many times are you pooping, Olivia, before we start? <laughs> I did not know where this code brown was going. <laughs> Are we trying to convert? We're all trying to convert once. Are you doubling up on this ever? Or are you mostly a single? Depends. Maybe. Just depends on the day? Yeah. You might double up and like double and do another one at ferry? <laughs> in the porta potties, yeah. or will you double at the house before you leave? Likely at the house before. Nice. Yeah. What are the odds you double? Fifty percent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> probably. Sure. Race morning, race director, pr lots of pressure. Lots of sure. pressure. <laughs> She's gonna be pooping twice. Okay, <laughs> Jessica. What about you? How, how, what's your deuce protocol? I'm usually a two to three times. Oh, um, nice. Triple oh, deucing. We'll triple see. deucing. This feels like a little bit of a low pressure race, so I'll probably be in the one to two range. Okay, cool. Okay. Are you pooping ever like right before race jump or is it mostly like at the house? or is there, It's like, usually like after warm up before I like change into my shoes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. is real talk. One at nice. the house and then one okay. at the... <laughs> 
event. Spread it, spread, <laughs> spread your poops around the town. Be strategic. <laughs> uh, strategic. Emily, we've talked. To you, we touched on some nervous pooping from you. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely a nervous. Pooper. So I'm interested in. I'm hearing. Are we triple deucing or are we double deucing or what's kind of? I, I think triple deucing would be a little overkill. Okay. Um, I'm a pretty. This is a little TMI. I'm a pretty normal, regular person. Okay. It's always 9 a.m. for me. Okay. So that's a problem because start time at work. is 9 a.m. Yeah, you're at work. Then. I'm at work. Oh, bummer. Yeah, so <laughs> I think that I probably won't go at home because okay. I know myself. And I will probably have to go in the porta pot left over from game day at U of M. Yep. It's okay. They'll be clean. Will you go once or twice there? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I think we all would. <laughs> We'll see though. We'll um, see what happens. When I go once or twice, I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably do once. Yeah, and then if the second one calls, you'll do it after the race. After the race. Yeah. Oh. oh, little post race code brown, huh? <laughs> as long as it's not during three. Light the- <laughs> Light- We've all had that. Before. As long as it's not during. Lighten the load, post race, baby, before the drive home. That's how we oh, kick goodness. the competition. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're good. This is good stuff. All right, moving on. Last section. Here we go. Look good. What you wearing? Run good. Mm. You know we had to go trip. trip mm-hmm. All right, Emily, you first. Okay. What you dripping on, girl? Like what outfit am I wearing? Yes. Um, I'm gonna wear my. I haven't. T- I have not thought about the upper. I've thought about the lower because okay. that's more important because that's the comfort. Um, from bottom to top, I'm gonna wear, probably my Nike Alpha Flies. What color? Hot orange. Ooh, spicy. Baby. I did a workout in those shoes at Ferry's Field probably about three weeks ago, and it felt real good. Mm. And then for the bottoms, like shorts, I'm going to wear my Tracksmith black. I forget what the model is, but those shorts. Are they shorts or tights? Shorts. Nice. What color, I like the loose. What color sock are you doing? White on your orange alpha flyer or black? Black looks cooler, but it depends on my laundry that day. Oh, that's me. <laughs> yeah. Black. Half calf or like an ankle? Or like is uh, probably an ankle because those come up a little high. Okay. I have lymphedema in my one leg, so I can't have too much rubbing on that or else I'll get some bad blisters. What's lymphedema? <laughs> I don't know if we have enough time to talk okay. about it. <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll move on. Look it up. Google it. BRP listenership. Yeah. And then TBD on the top. Okay. TBD on the top? Yep. You go glasses or hat or free? Uh, uh, no totally hat. Free top. Okay. It gets too hot. Maybe mm-hmm. the visor. And then Dude, I will the visor, wear... I'm, it goes I'm hard. I'm pro, I'm pro visor. I well, would like you to wear a visor. But I I'll would like you it. to do what you got to do. <laughs> I'll pack it, but no guarantees. And then I will wear probably my Gooder sunglasses if it's sunny. But if it's not sunny, I will not wear sunglasses. What color are the Gooders? Probably black. Okay, nice. Yeah. Nice. All right, Jessica, you're up. What are you, what are you rocking? Okay. I always wear my Njinji toe socks for races. Of course I you get, do. I get troubles with blisters. Um, Saucony Endorphin Pros. What color? White. Nice. Like yeah. Um, my Brooks, I think they're the three-inch chaser shorts they're like the tight model what color black and what about socks what are we doing for socks white they're orange and pink yeah 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 baby and then i have like a new balance singlet that's pink that i'll be wearing and gooder sunglasses nice what color are your gooders black nice Mm -hmm. keeping it keeping it slick here keeping it classy olivia what's your kit what's your what are you rocking dude whatever fits me that morning yeah okay (laughs) that's fair that's fair. I have you like refused to buy new clothes yet, but things are Good. definitely tight. Tightening both in the up, lower yeah. and upper <laughs> section. 
No, but Something no. Stretchy. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, no. I did. I did buy like a uh, my first ever tracksmith outfit. You know, Ooh. trying to be cool. So I'm, I'm. I'm gonna try to squeeze into that thing. And then um, top and bottom. And then shoes. I don't know if I want to use up one of my carbon plated shoes like do i want to use three miles and you know because it's so every mile is precious on right. those things you like is it s- worth save it save the juice or, in those but i might need the juice so mm-hmm. <laughs> tbd but TBD. um yeah i do have some sock knee endorphin pros that will likely be worn what Love color are the yours? Endorphin pros. yours are yeah. yours are like blue uh these ones are black black Ooh. yeah nice nice, nice. Um, all right. Well, we're winding up here. Uh, this is the time of the pod where, and especially with like uh, this many guests, this many people, let's just like do a little round robin on like well wishes and and uh, you know thoughts of good luck and thoughts of appreciation. And uh, Olivia, put you on the spot and kind of make you go first here and tell these wonderful women, um, you know, wish them good luck or give them advice or whatever you want to do going into Sunday. <sighs> yeah. Um, okay. So. Um, most importantly, I hope you guys just have a really good time. I hope you enjoy yourselves. I hope you guys can feed off each other and, um, use that energy to power through your personal goals. Ultimately, you guys are fighting the time clock, not each other. And, um, I feed off the energy of the volunteers and all the family and friends and, um, just like support women in racing and, um, I just hope you guys have a good time and want to come back next year. <laughs> yes, that's amazing. Uh, Jessica, what do you got? What do you got for, for your gals here? Yeah, well, I just want to say thank you, Olivia and Michelle, for like putting this on and for welcoming me into the community with like such open arms. It's great. I've been trying to find a group of women to train with that like kind of has the same mindset as me for a while. So it's been really great like finding this. So thank you for that. It was great meeting you. Um, Emily, right? Yes. Oh my God, I'm so bad with names. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay, um, I am too. Was like, your name's Donna, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good. Thank you. Good. <laughs> but it was like great meeting you and I'm going to be rooting for you. Oh, you too. Like probably way behind you on the track. But yeah. <laughs> You're going to we'll do see. great. <laughs> <laughs> Might be a 23 minute day. <laughs> Uh, that's great, Jessica. Thank you. Um, Emily, you're up. First, I want to say thank you to Olivia and Michelle <laughs> because you guys, this is such a fun event. And mm-hmm. last year when I did it, it was just kind of a spur of the moment thing. Thanks to some of my friends at Playmakers. Mm-hmm. And it really is special because I've seen the best and worst of women supporting women in yeah. sports. And I think this is the best. And it really means a lot to have someone who's advocating for something like this and showing so much passion for something like this and to make a new friend in the new year in you. So that means a lot, Olivia. Yeah, thank you. It's also very nice to meet you, Jessica. And I look forward to running with you guys on Sunday. And it's stuff like this that really like makes me feel excited in my soul about running. And I hope to do this for other people too and encourage them to do it. And it's not like, you know, I just want people to do this kind of stuff as women, especially to, uh, Help them feel alive and feel good about themselves and help support other females as well. Hell Not yeah. Not females. That's probably the wrong word. Other ladies. There we go. <laughs> yes. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Well, that's beautiful. Um, yeah, I don't have any advice for, for any of you, but I just, you know, I'm a big fan of this event and I'll, I always will be. And um, I, I just love to see an event that is, you know, just completely steer headed, organized and run and then so well you know so thoroughly enjoyed by everyone in the community and have it be fully fueled by women so uh i was gonna tell you this earlier in the episode but i wanted to save it for here uh we're gonna always do a prp episode 
for this event. Oh my gosh. But <laughs> next year, there, there, there ain't going to be no man hosting this thing. So I want you guys to take over the PRP next oh. year for this. Figure out oh. some creative way. Olivia. We, Olivia, Michelle. <laughs> Some, Maybe that'll be your fifth, uh, some fifth episode. Version. Yeah, or yes. Jessica, because Jessica will be further along oh, with her true. podcast. But I think this is the last year of, of Mr. Adam Hughes being the host on, on this podcast, and I just want to continue to to support and, and, and watch you ladies grow this event because year one was sweet. I have no doubt that year two will be sweet, and I'm just excited to see where this thing goes. Thank you. That's yeah. so kind and like to trust us like that. Oh, it's so totally, great. Totally Thank trust you, Adam. you. Totally trust you. Um, uh, good luck to all you Thank ladies you. on Sunday. Can and I add something? You can yeah. absolutely add something. Empowered women, empower women. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And on token. that, no cheers. That, no cheers. <laughs> oh, speaking of cheers, um, after the race, uh, we're all meeting at York. Yes. Nice. And drink if you wish at 9 a.m. And That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thank you, ladies, for thank you, ladies, for coming on. Thanks for having us. I'm looking forward to Sunday, and uh, I'm, I feel like we'll have a conversation with each one of you in some in some regard in the future of the PRP. Sounds looking great. forward to it. Cool. Amazing. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Season three, episode ten of the PRP was recorded in Ann Arbor, Michigan, downtown at Ann Arbor Running Company on Ashley Street. PRP intro, outro, and all of our wonderful jingle jams by the Honorable Jacob Sigmund. All right, PRP listenership, there you have it. Hope you enjoyed that episode. Those women are freaking rock stars, and it was such a blast to chat with them about building an event like this from the ground up. They deserve all the praise and support in the world, and like we talked about in the episode, I'm hopeful that we're able to collaborate with them in this wonderful event in some way, shape, or form for several years to come. Quick race reports for you. Emily Short came across the finish line with a tidy sub 20 minute to boot and finished with a total time of 19 minutes, 55 seconds. Jessica Reynolds came in just barely over the 21 minute mark and finished with a total time of 21 minutes and three seconds. And Olivia DeBear, our favorite pregnant participant, went sub 21 minute like an absolute boss and finished with a total time of 20 minutes and 52 seconds. Ladies, awesome performances out there, but even more impressive, in my humble opinion, than your times is your collective approach and attitude towards running. There was so much synergy throughout our conversation, we don't need to rehash it all here, but I just wanted to let you know that I'm definitely inspired by how each of you approach the sport. Timing goals aside, the vibes after the race were nothing but electric. Everyone was happy, everyone was supportive, and I haven't spoken with the ladies directly, but I don't think their times mattered at all. I think it was much more about them supporting each other and them having a good time and them going and enjoying space at York afterwards. Using your past experiences to guide you, supporting other women in the sport and promoting equal representation, while all the while remembering that running is really, at the end of the day, just for you. Oh, it's a thing of beauty, ladies. Keep the good vibes rolling. Continue to give yourself grace on your running journeys. Make sure you're enjoying your time and there's no ceiling to the happiness and fulfillment you can find. Appreciate you all so much. Already looking forward to next year. All right, gang, that's it. I'm out. I got to skedaddle. Next episode of the PRP is an absolute gem. I traveled to Detroit to chat it up with a local big dog who's about to take on an overseas marathon that he's been vehemently preparing for. Who will I be breaking bread with and talking all things running, content, and representation? 
What race has he been so meticulously getting ready for? You're going to have to tune in to find out. Peace and love, people. Thanks so much for tuning in. Enjoy the rest of the day. Enjoy the rest of your run. Enjoy the rest of whatever it is you're doing at the moment. And we'll see you back here very soon. Cheese whale backs. It's dope, huh? I, I carry the bananas in with that. Really? Because like protect it, it protects the nanners. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's a nanner protector. Oh. Did that work, bud? It didn't, but I'm gonna get some pictures. Oh no, we want the we want the. I know. What what kind of video camera do you got? Got a Sony. Damn it, bro! We need to figure out how to mount it, dude. Is there a way to do it without the tripod? Hold on, let me see. There's always a way. There's always a way. Dude, if there's a freaking will, there's a way, dude. <laughs> this is different from this one here in June of last year. Oh, it was, bro. Was it? Was it? <laughs> this has been the same. This has been the same since day one, dude. You can also this come over here. This could be like about, someone's no. studio apartment in Ann Arbor. Yeah. I feel like they would pay a pretty penny for this. Fourteen hundred a month for at least. Well, I mean, you get yeah. this outdoor well, space. That's true. So that's so great outdoor space. That's a lot of added value. Yeah. Like this is. It's clean. You got a gym downstairs. Yeah. You're like next to Bill's Beer Garden if you're yeah. going to school. I agree. You have okay. AC. Well, I know all these right here, these are apartments. Oh, are they? Yeah. Yeah, that's well, really nice. Well, we're going to start. So, do you, like, live downtown, or, like, where do you... No, I live in Belleville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, like, Detroit area, isn't it? Not really. No, it's, like, Ipsy. Okay. It's, like, the town next to Ipsy, like, between the airport and Ipsy. I always think about Belleville, because whenever I track my packages, it winds up in Belleville. Yeah. That's, like, and I know it's close to the airport, so, yes. Okay, that's good. Belleville. Okay, are you guys ready? Yes. Let's freaking do this thing. Here we go. Three, two, one. Run, 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 run.